Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. This is Drew, but you may know me as Zeph. This Dungeons and Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and adult themes. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Now, get ready for your paradigm to be shifted. Hey, you know you're racist if you have Charleston shoes. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus, the most unprofessional DD podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, in your DM, Calvin Piper, and this pack of Pisons play D&D with me. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys. Are any of us actually Italian? <laughs> I, I am. I'm Italian. Hey, what's your name? Just answer it. Gabagool. <laughs> Uh, Pasta fazul. <laughs> yeah, see, so Drew, you did the hand thing, so Michelle, you're not. I can't see it. My name on, my name on uh, the MMO I play Final Fantasy is Beef Pastrami. Beef Pastrami. Oh, okay. Beef. Uh, hi guys. Hi guys. I'm Preston. AKA Beef Pastrami. AKA Beef Pastrami. And I play Lucius Kane, Asimar Warlock, and he's happy to be here. I am thinking about it. Thank you, Preston. <laughs> I am Matt. I play TBD, Gem Dragonborn Fighter 4, and if we're saying our food names, I usually go by Asian Zing. Ooh. The Buffalo Wild Wing. Log Very it. Good. Log it. Uh, oh. Hey, I heard you were a Wild Wing. My name is Michelle, and I play Kenneth Quinn, and if we're going for foods, which I think we are... Shit on a shingle. Let's go. Is that food? It is food. That's your food nickname? That's your food nickname? Yeah. Shit on a shingle? Yeah, it's not okay, great. Okay, what is it? It's uh, toast and chip beef and gravy. Oh, that's a real thing? Toast? Is it yeah. burnt toast with no. chip beef and gravy? I thought you were talking about like, the thing you get at, like that leads to Crohn's disease or some shit. Yeah, on a shingle. Step one. <clears throat> Step one, get chicken pox. <laughs> okay. Step two, shingles. Listen, no, no, no. I'm going to stop the medical misinformation. <laughs> stop that. Oh, we live great. in a world where that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, next thing you know, our Spotify's going to get a COVID warning. Oh, my gosh. We'll be right there with Joe Rogan. Fine. Oh I said anything. I'm changing mine to ham. Thank God. Damn, we love controversial. Ham. We love ham. Hello, everybody. This is Drew. I play Zeph, the gem dragon dragon. Draconian and druid level five? Are we five now? No, you're four. What? No, didn't we? He and I get. Oh. 
Um, level four. I you and they leveled up last time. Yeah. Unless they are five. They did, I, think I think they, they are. Did. Oh, good. It might be yeah, five. They, they, they we started the fight at four. Right? I remember. Oh, TPT, you are Preston, here. Preston is saying, "Oh, you get really good stuff at this level." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Preston yeah, says right. it at every level. Spoiler alert, Matt. You're level five now. Oh. Even so, though you didn't participate. I I don't have a, a food nickname. Ooh. But I could. We uh, cabbage potato. Uh, I just. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I just yeah. recently got uh, my DNA uh, results back, my DNA Ooh. ancestry okay. results. This is wild. I mean, okay. how Italian Absolutely is. wild. Not Italian. 98.9% um, Great Britain and Ireland. Uh, no way. That's that's less... more than the population that lives there currently. Right. No, it's exactly. actually true. No, yeah. like, Are I'm you more, direct I'm to the more Queen? UK than the UK. <laughs> And Damn. the the, uh, the uh, hold on the other the only deviation from it, South Germanic. That's where your height comes from. <laughs> right, 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 the Huns. No, it's for those of you who don't know, Drew Huff. Wait, is that's not the term, is it? Eight foot tall. <laughs> what was what was the the guy called barbarians that took down Rome? Is it not the Huns? It's Gauls. Oh, Rome. That was the Germans. Yeah. Yes, the, they're Germanic. Gauls. The Gauls. Okay, not the Huns. No, he beat the crap out of the Gauls. The Germanics were the ones that I don't know. Uh, All right, sorry. The Visigoths. Goths is what you're thinking. Ooh. No, no, no. I was goth in high school. We would never <laughs> be. Right. I'm Maddie B, and I play Fulgrin, the dwarven paladin. Um, I don't really have a food nickname, but as if there was one thing that probably described me, it would be bangers and mash. Maddie Beef, oh. baby. Oh, Maddie Beef. Maddie Beef, Maddie Beef baby. Truffles. Maddie Beef, baby. <laughs> Maddie Beef. Maddie, Maddie Beef Baby. Okay. He's my son. I'm Beef Pastrami. <laughs> this is Maddie Beef Baby. Preston is Beef Daddy. Beef Okay, and I am uh, Will. I play Glyph Coldfront Kazidi, and my last name for shoot is Rice, so I will be chicken fried rice. Ooh. With eggs, though. Like, I don't. When people don't like put eggs in their chicken fried rice, I get kind of frustrated. There you go. Ham is ready to play. <laughs> Chicken fried rice has entered the party. Uh, no, Bigara, I guess I'll be speaking like this for the rest of the night. They call me beef pop. Because I'm Irish. You're British. 48% of that was Irish. That's a lot. You did that fast. So is it ancestry DNA or is it like 23 and me? Oh, it's a... Trip to the genius. Hold on, I just, I just, it's the company is actually out of the UK. Oh. Do you think they might have mixed me up with something? They're trying to repatriate. No, they're trying to, they're trying to recruit doing. you. Yeah. They're they're trying to, they're trying to recruit. We are very low on people here in the UK, so come home. It's a scheme, by the <laughs> way. We're running out. We're running out. Oh. It's like um, a British we jump, movie. Hold on, you're not getting away from this. What? Food name? Food oh, name. food name. Come on. Uh, Frank's Red Hot, easy. It next. would have to be my gamer tag, which is Cali Mangelli. Okay. So, there you go. Cali Mangelli? Not, not. It's no. Cali Mangelli. That's what I heard. <laughs> Cali Man Jelly. Oh, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. Say it phonetically, guys. Cali oh, oh. Mangelli. Bro, yes. It, well, Cali Mangelli. Well, 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 like Calvin Mari, like Calamari, but it's like Calvin Mari. No, I never thought of that. Mm. It was Cali Man. That's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, no, see, it doesn't, doesn't no, 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 it's not man jelly. <laughs> it's not. It's not it's that. Cali. 
What's underscore? Man at the time of this uh, <laughs> recording, at the time of this recording, uh, just to heads up, everybody, you. we have reached 2,000. No, no big deal. Downloads. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a lot of tolerance. That's, yeah, a lot of people who have, uh, yeah, who've. Goofed uh, up big time. Yeah, listen to this. So sponsors, if you want to reach a really specific audience of two thousand, <laughs> a very specific. Uh, but yeah, if if you're listening to this uh, and you have been one of the people who've listened to us so far, uh, a big uh, thank you for that. Because you know what, two thousand is kind of a big deal. So I appreciate uh, all that. And uh, let's go ahead and continue generating more downloads by jumping into episode thirty-eight, titled "Man Jelly." <laughs> Of the Gascar Crimes. So the last time uh, we were here, the party known as United Indifference had escaped from the caverns under an ancient laboratory, uh, avoided attacks from horrendously mutated creatures, and had stumbled across a dwarven fortress, or fort, that housed more, uh, a few secrets behind it, that tied to uh, the paladin known as Thulgren's story. Uh, At this fort, as they were resting and getting ready to head off to new adventures, the party stumbled across a character from Thulgren's background, a dwarf by the name of Demzy, who had uh, humiliated members of Thulgren's family in the past, and Thulgren decided that now was the time to extract his vengeance upon those wrongdoings. A fight ensued that was supposed to be a 1v1, but turned out to be a 1v6, then turned into 6 and 6. It was a whole thing. Point is, is that after uh, Demzy cheated in his 1 versus 1 fight, the party jumped in to Thulgrid's aid and quickly dismantled the band and uh, put Thul- uh, Demzy and his uh, lackeys to shame. After which they tried to figure out what to do with them. They waited for new leadership to come to this uh, dwarven fort to uh, get everything ready to rock and roll. Uh, And that is when they met a dwarf known as Ninevar, who seems to be a holy man of sorts, who presented them with a letter. A letter from the king of Hufkas and June, the city of dwarves, that requested by name the adventuring band known as United Indifference to bring Demzy and his conspirators back to the city to claim a, uh, a bit of a reward for capturing them. Because it turns out that Demzy was trying to lead some sort of a mini revolt, I guess? It's kind of kind of unclear at this point. I don't have all the details. But that is where we find ourselves today with the party... Uh, early early morning on the third day of uh, being at Fort uh, ha- uh, Thank you. Uh, is it Hen Henvar? Henvar? H A N N V A H. Fort Henvar. 
Hanavar. Hanavar. Um, and I don't remember. It's, I don't know why my brain is uh, lagging as much as it is today, but it is. I apologize. Anyhow, so day three of uh, being at this fort, you have received the letter instructing you to bring Dimsey and his conspirators back to the city. Uh, what do you guys do now? So, do the dwarves have griffins? And if so, can we ride the griffins to the dwarf place? I think that's a big plot device that wasn't utilized in another film, so we'd be wrong to take advantage of it ourselves. What film? What's a film? You know. Um, uh, Thorgren, I think... No, we got to answer the question about the griffins. <coughs> okay. Uh, I, don't know. They, I mean, if, if they've like, got I've griffins... I've griffins around oh. there. Like, okay, okay, what about goats with wings? I mean, I've seen goats, plenty of goats. Dwarves no, <coughs> goats, but nothing with wings. If no griffins, then grifters. Oh, shit. I think that's what we just ran into. That's why we... Oh, no, the dwarves come... Come from the mountains, so it's not like we need quick, things that fly. Quick question, guys. Why? Why is everyone scared of us, and especially me? <clears throat> um. What just happened? I mean, you mean wants... the fight? Yes, I remember things escalating. Okay, I think it should come from someone that's very soft-spoken, and I just, like, nudge Pothole forward. I'm like, hey, could you tell him what he did, kind of who he became there for a minute? And then Pothole... What? No! I am not that cool. Am I that cool, guys? You called yourself Coach a lot. Coach? Coach. That's the name of one of the little guys I like... I'm pretty sure at some point you slapped me on the butt. What? Heard a good you game. Slap me on the ass. Heard a good game. Yep. Lucius's face somehow turns even paler. I don't know. He's translucent. <laughs> I'm here to show the boys. Uh, Something about a good game. <laughs> Lucius just sits down for a minute. <laughs> hey, actually, Coach was kind of cool in a bit of a burst, like maybe for a minute. Uh, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. This is this is something I gotta talk about with with him. Alright, thanks guys. This is kind of dreadful, but in a positive way, I guess. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's go to the Dwarf City. How do we get to the Dwarf City of Dwarves? The Dwarf City Dwarves. Well, hey, actually, uh, glad you asked that. Yeah, I don't know what he said. What? Uh, so if we're gonna take this, uh, well, actually, I think we're being presumptive. Do Do you want to take this guy? Big to the Dwarven capital? Uh, do you not have an audience with the king? I'm alright with that. Alright, well, you all gotta right. lead the way, buddy. That's you know. fine. I mean, is the Nineveh staying? He is when currently speaking to uh, some individuals uh, over on the side <clears throat> if you guys want to talk to him. Sorry. Are we with that group that mm. came to us? Or did they say behind them we are just going on our own? Are you asking Nineveh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, uh, Ninovar, uh, after finishing uh, having a few words with some of the doors, turns around, uh, asking him about travel plans. He <clears throat> uh, explains, uh, "If you need uh, transportation back to Ufkasinjun, we can provide you with that. In fact, I must return as well. This uh, fort is being." Uh, Dismantled at this point, most dwarves are heading back to their homes. It seems as though the ruse of a, 
exploratory mission was uh, a facade by Dempsey and his cohorts to draw individuals out from the main city to create a bit of a unified dissension against the king. Well, I wouldn't exactly say unified. Everything out here is some of the some of the other dwarves that were out here. Uh, they definitely didn't necessarily seem like they understood what he was doing. I mean, like it seems like that they believed whatever stuff that he was spewing, right? Like, but it didn't sound like what he was spewing was exactly what he was spewing. If you know what I mean. It is true. Dempsey's well dwarf by blood has been trained by uh, certain psychological creatures to infect the minds of uh, beings around him. Have you heard of the Illithid, or the Mind Flayers, creatures that live beneath the grounds of our world? I've heard, I've heard that, that, those yes, that dwarf can do psychic things. Have In a manner of speaking, he <clears throat> can persuade people a bit stronger than others. Most of the dwarves here were not even aware that they were leaving the city uh, for ulterior motives. Like this lad over here, uh, Levy. Oh yes, Levy. That's good lad. Seemed like, seemed like a great lad. Wait, so they're I all really did not think here? he understood exactly Most what of he them was were. Into. We have uh, we have sorted through the ones that were here by uh, choice and by uh, sedition, and oh. those are the ones that we have now okay. put to the side for us to bring back. To so the we king. really have done a great thing by being here. You have stumbled. It seems that uh, fate has allowed you all to help us solve a rather large problem we have been trying to thwart for many years. Well, hell yeah, let's go. Heroes in our own right. Oh, we, we kind of tripped right into being good guys on that one. That was awesome. Go us. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. How does he manipulate minds? It is subtle, but... Uh, it is when he speaks, it seems to have a bit of a charismatic, he's very charismatic firstly, but secondly, he seems to have discovered a way to use the magic of the world around him to manipulate his words into sounding and <clears throat> captivating the minds of those around him, which is why now, and he kind of gestures over to uh, where all of the prisoners are being kind of like sat cross-legged on the ground. You can see all of them are chained. They have these like collars around their necks and their arms are crisscrossed and pulled up near their necks and, like, uh, handcuffed to those collars. Uh, Demsey, most of all, his collar is much larger and seems to have these runes across it, uh, and it kind of, there's, like, almost like this heat wave shimmer around his head, um, and as he's kind of, like, shrugging every once in a while, like, grumbly looking at people, you'll see every once in a while he looks like he's trying to say something, but it doesn't, you can't hear a thing. Good thing I broke his jaw uh, earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> it is fortunate, but uh, the words on these bonds will uh, negate any sounds that he tries to utter until we bring him. Levy's to the not over there. So, like, all teamed up? Uh, no, Levy is not. Levy okay. is uh, with uh, many of the other dwarves. We're all at this point. You can see most of the camp has uh, become abandoned. <coughs> they've they've pretty much cleared out, and many of the most of the uh, the uh, orcs and hobgoblin uh, into humanoids, and all and a good handful of the dwarves, probably about thirty of the dwarves, are all kind of standing there, just kind of like looking like bleary eyed and like deer in headlights looks, seeming just like what are we doing? But yes, Levy is among those. There's uh, I would say roughly roughly twenty five to thirty dwarves who are with Dempsey, and the rest. Uh, 
not. So it was almost like a, a 50-50 split. So. Okay. Well, that uh, sounds like we're going to be able to go back with him. Hey, um, Is that what you prefer? Or do you want to try to do this on our own? I, I, I kind of would prefer to do it with him. Do what with them? Are we just going to follow Go back him? to the city. Yeah. I think it's safer in numbers. I agree. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ninovar. Yes. So, like, I'm not saying do it. I mean, it's just like there's... I mean, like, if his problem is talking and saying words, like, could you, like, take, like... Never mind. Never mind. No, speak your mind. Take his tongue or something. <laughs> Uh, well, that would be an appropriate response to someone who does something like this. That is for the king's justice to decide. That's pretty metal. The, I think, you know, it's a good failsafe. If the uh, collar stops working, we just take his well, tongue out. Yeah, if I, if I was like a king or like in a situation like this, I'd totally take the guy's tongue. Because he's like no. spouting oh, lies. Oh, oh. If you have ears, you can stuff something in it. If the collar breaks and then take his tongue out Lucius does this really weird thing where he's like mm. like the cartilage in his ear isn't like present or something <coughs> he stuffs entire, his entire ear into like just like ear. folds it yeah, into folds his it ear into yeah. his you, you gotta like jam it in there man um what are you I'm Lucius mm. that's that's amazing thank you mm. thank you that means a lot so while we are tasked with bringing him back to the king uh tall one just know that I have been given specific instructions that if he's to attempt to break his bonds, and he kind of, uh, he kind of like grabs, uh, grips the large halberd that he has in his hand a little tighter. I have been given explicit instructions to remove his head promptly. Oh, uh, sir, um, before we start everything, uh, don't worry, um, it's gonna be really quick. I have something for you that might be useful for you for interrogating him. I made it myself. Is that so? Yes. And I, he, uh, he opens up his bag. It digs to the very bottom of it. Something that he never thought he was going to use again. Mm-hmm. He whips out the filter of, uh, like, the Sphinx filter or something. It's like... Sphincter filter? No, no, oh. no. Hold on. Let me let me read it. <laughs> uh, the it's, worst like, on the bottom of, of my inventory. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it. It's, like, Sphinx's... Something. Damn it. Where is it? I have it. Mm-hmm. It's called, like, Filter of Truth... And it's basically like a truth spell, basically. Like so truth It's spell. a potion you made. It's a potion I made. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying and I'm trying What a journey that was, Preston. <laughs> Wait, what? Why? Oh filter filter Sphinx Truth. Yeah. Forged in the Emerald Emerald Isles to coax the truth out of foes that drink this concoction. Mm-hmm. And when they drink it, they're under the effects of the zone of truth. It doesn't mm-hmm. bring up a save. So Yeah. Very so good. I, I give it to him. Uh, he takes it for a second, you uh, he kinda holds it and uh, you watch as like there's some runes across his uh, his bracer that kind of flash for a moment as he holds it. And I uh, see, very good. Uh, you make this yourself. Yeah. I don't know why I sounded I turned into that. You made this yourself. Yeah. Well, I have help from friends, but yeah, mostly me. Well, all my friends exist inside my head. Well, besides these guys, these guys are great. Very so. good. Yeah. Now, if you are ready, we will uh, disassemble the camp and make our way. To Ofkos in June. This will take uh, probably a few. It will probably take a full weeks of travel. Uh, Adventure. We have, given that we are uh, bringing many prisoners with us, this will uh, slow our time significantly. Is uh, there anything on these travels that uh, our group could help you with? Anything uh, you would prefer us do? I, you are more than one. You are guests. Uh, you are honored guests of the king. You and your party. Uh, Thank you very much. Do they have wagons? Do they bring wagons? Or we no, just they did not. Uh, 
Um, but uh, it's been a, it's been a long night. Do you at least have something that we can kind of aid on a little bit so we can get a little bit of rest in? I mean, you've been resting for like two days now, so okay. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. He didn't say that. You yeah, this is day three of you guys resting at the four. Until oh, he's giving you shit. He's um, like, bro, you had two days, <laughs> dude. Can I, can I retcon and have done something in those two days? Of course you can. Okay, I'd like to make a tinkering check for a, a thing that I talked to you about yeah. earlier. Guidance. Uh, thank you. And according to my notes from the last <laughs> session, I have advantage on my next tinkering. You check. do have advantage on your tinkering check because you did so well the last time. Well, I'm glad I. Oh, it's nine. Plus and guidance. guidance. Uh, that's an 11. Plus proficiency. Yep. 14. Plus dex. Is this, you're actively building it? Yes. Dexterity. Okay, so that'd be 19. Ooh, nice. And okay. this is the... Uh, homunculus. The myhunculus. Yeah. The, uh, well, I'm, trying to, I'm yep. trying to build some sort of, yep. uh, a rudimentary lower body for him. Yep. For did, did it um, succeed? The Android. Nice. With a 19... That's pretty thin cloth. I would say yes. You can build something that is, while not, uh, uh, yes. With a 19, you can, yes. I will say you do, you are able to assemble something rudimentary for okay. this, uh, for this thing. Because you're not trying to, it's not like a permanent, like, I fixed it. You're building something to basically p- keep it together for right now. Yeah. Um, obviously materials will make the, it easier and then the DC will be a bit higher for a more permanent uh, solution. Yes. I will say yes, you've built something that will last, and it's well made. Uh, yeah. But it is definitely a little more ramshackle than. Uh, it's, not, it's not the final draft. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I forget. Did he have a name? Did they have a name? The the robot. Did it have a name? Before the automaton you found in the. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. It was designation one two uh, or twelve was what he right. what they called themselves. Okay. Uh, yeah, D twelve actually sounds pretty good. Um uh, and yeah, I'll just, uh, I use the circuit board. I'll say mm-hmm. I ate up the circuit board trying to sure. repair him. Uh, so I'll cross that on my list and uh, I'll go over to Ziff and I'm like hey mate you uh, were the one that saved this thing so it's uh, your responsibility now here you go whoa so what uh, uh, tell us what it looks like now he's already a father uh, so he <laughs> I'm trying to think of how I want to do his lower body yeah, like how I want to make it <gasps> well you can what? use so basically using parts that you have and the parts of the automaton you can reassemble it into whatever form factor you want Okay. Uh, so if you wanted to just like Dunk. put wheels on the bottom or Pogus give it like some legs. little weird legs or however you want to do it. Dunk. Or remake it into whatever. No, no, Spike, hell no. Spider legs. Hell no. Pickle barrel You guys are just saying stilts. that's no, like, what, no, halfway Are you trying there. to make like Sid's toy from Toy Story? Like the. Yeah. Oh, God. Baby, baby head. Baby I mean, spider. I was thinking baby. more Darth Maul's legs, but. Nice. Ooh, those are, those those are, are creepy legs too. So what I'm thinking at this moment is a very simple like wheel. Okay. Uh, with oh heck yeah a leg on either side for stability. <laughs> so like it's gonna be so like so the actual pelvis. So but then he's normal from there. Like he's like you can like he can stand on those legs and still have the the wheel in the middle. Like yeah. as his pelvis basically. So one wheel and then two legs for so you build R two D two. Yeah. Yeah, but more more humanoid <laughs> more looking. Almost, it almost looks like uh, we are not a person be- sitting on a barrel. We Does that will make not more be sense? able okay. to get this thing sure. any sort of inclines. Uh, well, this okay. is prototype one. Okay, we'll fix it in the future. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be better next time. Okay, okay, fine. Well, I mean, what kind of motor does it have? It might be able to get up an incline. Uh, it's got the circuit board that I found in. It has a great place. Uh, and drew a homunculus. <laughs> is a Suzuki motor in it. <laughs> oh my Bring. god. Is this a, my, is a Supra? Yeah. Is this a Supra? Uh, uh, Thank you, Will. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and see... 
<clears throat> I'm looking. I believe there's a sidekick uh, homunculus. <laughs> almost literally called it a homunculus. Uh, <laughs> a homunculus uh, stat block, I believe. I'm sure there is. Uh, if you want to keep moving, we can look for it. Sure, sure. Um, um, okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. So with all of this uh, going on, yes, Zeph. Zeph. All right, so, um, mate. I'm talking to the... The... Dude. D12. The... No, the... Dwarf. Uh, the dwarf guy. You're talking to the... The... Oh, gosh. Just you guys are hitting me all... All... You take one day Nineveh. off Morgan. Yeah, there we go. I, uh, Nineveh. Uh, yes. So... Me and Tabini, we've been through a bit of a... A bit of a... Change. Tra- change. Transformation. Um, physically. Uh, and... I'm kind of weak and easy to hit and cut open. I was wondering if you had any kind of armor lying around that might be suitable for me to wear until I could find something better. We could certainly provide you with something temporarily. It's got to be light. Of course. Um, And if you have anything like scaly, I mean, just for fashion sense. Scales and scales? Yeah, scales and scales. It's matchy-matchy. He's a dwarf, so it's probably going to be... Um, so he, uh, he'll go ahead and set out and get you... Okay, so he provides you with a set of light armor. Nice. Um, it basically is, uh, it looks to be, like, uh, two, sho- two leather shoulder pads and a leather jerkin that they have quickly, not quickly, but they have placed, uh, pieces of, uh, scale armor on to give it kind of, like... A scale vibe, um, but you have that, and you have uh, bracers and greaves. Did they make so, that? Like uh, of, like when you asked for it. Yeah, they basically just threw it all. Can, can I provide them with a pound of glow skink scales for the for the outfit, so you can have glow skink scales on it? Uh, oh, nice! I just want to. I just want I think I would suggest hanging on to those because okay. this is just kind of they just literally pulled. Oh, okay. Parts of armor right, off and right. like stuck, restuck them together. Uh, but if you want to do that, uh, Nidavar does does explain uh, that if uh, you guys have the opportunity, he uh, does not know because he doesn't know <clears throat> what the king's uh, what the king plans yeah. after you guys yes. arrive. Uh, but if you do have a chance, uh, he says that dwarven forges are the best place to procure any uh, sort of. Armament, if necessary. Oh, maybe we can uh, pull some favors with all the good works we've been doing. But he does, he does say... It, one, I'm sure I could yeah. probably fashion you some stuff. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you can get access to a forge, that would be easy, too. Um, but that's all dependent on what the king's... what the king decides once you guys arrive. Lucius um, squeals and jumps like a little girl. He's very excited. Do you want some armor? Apparently, I have chainmail on, but I think it's... A mistake. <laughs> we, yeah. If you want, we picked it. it up on our way out of the <laughs> cave. Um, it, do you want? Do you want to go ahead and just have chainmail? Sure. Easy enough. I yeah, they can go. They can. They can provide you with. Uh, they can provide you with a set of chainmail again, uh, kind of pulled from multiple pieces of armor that they can kind of slap together. This uh, fort was pretty well equipped, and so and a lot of the armaments that the. Uh, uh, Dempsey's uh, followers had is they've been stripped of, so you're very easily able to uh, acquire some noise. Noise. Okay. So with all that in place, you guys begin the six or seven day journey back to Hofkas in June, the city of kings. 
Um, oh, Hofkus in June. Hofka? It's a beautiful time of year. Yeah, June is one of my favorite months. <laughs> have you guys been there before? No, have you? No, I'm talk- I, was talk- I was talking to the lizard uh, folk. I feel a little bit better. Or draconian. I don't think so. I mean, nope. I have no recollection of husk. Cause aren't you guys like a hot commodity? So like, you guys are really rare. So I don't know, like, if they've seen uh, draconians before. No, a lot of what we did was kind of like under the rock kind of stuff, you know. Under Rick the table. Ops. He knows what that means. No, man. not that. No. I don't recall ever being here. Can you guys teach me some dwarvish on the way there? Oh yeah, for sure. You I, ready? I don't speak it. And it is a word to start out with. Jobe. 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 It's what you do when you need to make money in a dwarf. Well, well, go up to that dwarf and say, "You smell like jobe." Hey. Just, it's dwarf and yeah. Um, you smell like strawberry. Jobby! Make a make a prison check. <laughs> I'm looking for a jobby. Okay. <laughs> uh, You've 19. got all the, you got all the space you want out of here. He, he looks at you for a moment and goes, "Go wherever you want." I don't know why you'd go searching for a jobby. Thank you. <laughs> I thumbs up at him. Goodbye, in dwarvish. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I look at. I look at. I look at like uh, Thorgrin, and I'm like, "Goodbye, Dwarf." What's what goodbye, Dwarf? Hey, mate. Later. You kind of just kind of look at him and say, "Why did you call it? Why did it sound like Latin and not <laughs> We changed continents real fast. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you said it was tall. Talk talk. What? What oh, have you the, been teaching no, me? No, that's the abbreviation. Oh, and, you, and if you're in, if you're in like a real hurry, you go, hey, ta ta. This is all happening during the trip. This is during the trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very easy to do. Um, literally just shaking his gun. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> as you guys make your way <laughs> the uh, several day journey, is there anything you wish to uh, inquire about on your way there? Any conversations you wish to have? Um, any information you want to know before you guys reach the city? You are more than welcome to ask, and I can provide you uh, role play or non role play wise. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see how much gold I have to see if I was able to make another potion on the way there. I only have, only have 15 GP of alcohol yeah, supplies. I'll stock when I get back there. <clears throat> for sure. Um, yes, Calvin. Uh, Zeph, at some point along this trip, probably pretty early in sure. in the trip, um, you know, he he tries to like talk with any interesting animals that he sees and stuff. Of and, course. But at a, at a certain point, there are none. No like new animals. He can't sure. see any. Um, and probably they, their presence has just scared him off. So he's just really wishing he could talk to something and decides that he's going to um, attempt to talk to a um, plant. Sure. Can you role play this with me, please? Absolutely. <laughs> can. Uh, one evening, about four days into the travel, uh, Zeph is sitting with with your group. There's probably four or five different separate campfires. Um, you guys have, so far, I would say, for the most part, your party's kind of kept to itself. But after about three or four days, it, there is probably uh, five or six dwarves that do come and, like, bunk with you guys in the evenings. Um, yeah. You seem to have, you know, collected a couple. Levy follows, uh, basically camps with you guys almost every night. <gasps> Levy's following uh, Oh, yeah. Levy, oh Levy thinks you guys are the best. And he's very, very thankful that you guys saved him from uh, what he calls the weird mind dwarf. Um, he's like, oh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even want to say his name. She's kind of, she's very... Very surreal thing. Like I felt like I knew exactly where I was and what I was doing. And the next day I know, like 
I don't even know where the heck I am. So uh, yeah, I know. was twenty before. Alright, oh yeah, you guys, oh you guys a lot. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, so you got a, a group of dwarves, and everyone's uh, sitting around one night listening to one of the dwarves kind of regale everybody with a story. And Zeph's kind of like doing what he does every night, which is like looking around the forest for an animal uh, to talk to, because he's spent most of the day bothering the three uh, mountain uh, mountain goats that uh, Ninivar and his. <laughs> I don't like uh, how that sounds one bit. <laughs> You're I mean, carrying the goats. Here's the thing. It's not a you thing, Zeph. It's the goats thing. They're oh. a little bit uptight because okay. they're 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 holy goats. Okay. So oh, so they're like you know they're under the jurisdiction of like the priests. So they're holy they're a little little more. So it's a trinity, but it's just the holy goats. The holy goats. It's only the holy so goats. They're the actually. And the it's son. actually a family. It's a, it is actually it's a, it's a father and his and his sons. The holy goats. Um, yeah, it's a Bless which them. you do learn as you as you talk yeah. to them, but they are a little bit more like reserved mm-hmm. and like pious. Hello, the um, Pope, take him away. <laughs> <laughs> you just have like a little pop hand. <laughs> Hello, guys, uh, he's killing. <laughs> um, Pope Francois. The- Anyhow, okay. as there you is a church clock tower <laughs> with a perfect bead right there, you could be assassinated. Red, red light Look at that behind yeah, me! Oh my true. gosh! Yeah. Just waiting um, to see your eye through the scope. Mm-hmm. My DM got smited during the hundred percent. That cross on top looks <clears throat> angry. It sounds bad initially, but I feel like our podcast would really take off. <laughs> oh my gosh! You imagine it yeah. becomes like a it becomes like a crime oh drama God, one where it's like they take yeah. clips of our podcast, but then like. There's the there's the voiceover the whole time it was like, but they never knew what was about to happen. Yeah. And then uh-huh. all like, Dude, then they go back like in time and like do the history of everybody's life before mm-hmm. they got to the podcast mm-hmm. and how it all. Oh, yeah. this is boring as fuck for me. <laughs> it's only murders in the building. Yeah. I love that show. Five, five years show. later, we're gonna it's pick so back good. up with the carve out the time. Two yeah, seasons, absolutely. fantastic. Um, okay, so as Zeph is sitting there, just kind of wondering if there's any other creatures to talk to, uh, you do notice Zeph. Uh, actually, make a persu- or perception check for me as you're sitting there. Okay. Uh, this one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a die. I uh, would give him a d6. Persuasion? Nine. Perception. Oh, perception? <laughs> 14. Man, I did, I did say I stuttered and said persuasion. I oh. meant perception. Oh, my bad. I, re- I wasn't trying no, you're to, fine. to do a callback to yeah. your mistake. No, I, it's all good. I just. Okay. Uh, a 14 perception? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you can see you guys are camped very close to this very large uh, tree with uh, kind of an overarching, almost like willow-like branches that kind of hang down probably about 10 or 12 feet above the ground. But this massive, massive trunk is just covered in uh, moss and fungus and all kinds of stuff. And it gives off a very just kind of like, almost like uh, Keebler elf-like you feel like someone could live in it kind of a thing. Yeah. And it does kind of, like, draw you in a little bit. It feels like a very, just kind of, like, kind of a very, like, homely kind of plant. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know how Zeph would translate speaking to something like this, but you almost feel like if this tree could talk, it would sound, like, so you almost start imagining what you would, like, what you would imagine a tree so to sound I'm, like. I'm thinking speak with plants is what I'm using to do with mm-hmm. this. So there's, mm-hmm. there is an element that he ha- he is basically through his life force kind of imbued this thing, like I guess kind of lent it a bit of his sentience for a mm-hmm. period, and so it becomes not ambulatory, but able to 
like freely move its limbs, communicate. Mm -hmm. So um, there is a moment where, as you're kind of sitting there, you your gaze as you're looking at this tree and kind of just you know just enjoying its serenity. There's a moment where the moonlight kind of breaks through the canopy and hits it for a moment, and as it does, your scales reflect just ever so slightly. Just kind of this refractive, just kind of light emanates off you. Um, and as it does, you begin to notice the tree sways a little more, almost purposefully, um, as you're kind of gazing upon it. And after a few minutes, you can just hear this kind of, you can hear this voice just kind of rumbling, almost through the wind, almost always rumbling through the wind. Uh, but you see the tree kind of like, is swaying back and forth, and then it stops, almost like a blinking, and you swear the tree almost like leans in your direction. Uh, and you hear this just kind of like on the wind kind of rumble is well, hello nice <laughs> I was hoping something like that would work uh, as the rest of you are all like talking about the campfire you all hear Zeph just start talking and you all turn around and he's just looking up at a tree you know, honestly Lucius does the same sounds about right <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't judge him so um, hey Zeph uh, ah <laughs> <laughs> uh what was that to Never mind. Oh, oh, all right. I'm just going to keep talking to the tree. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Does the tree talk back? Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm just chicken. Don't look at me like that. Well, no, it's my first time, too. I'm, he's yeah. only said hello. So. Oh, no, you've done stranger things. What's his name? <clears throat> oh, um, do you have a name? Please don't particularly have a given name. All right. I'm going to, I hear you, but I'm going to tell them that you said your name was Alan. <laughs> don't you think that would be funny? This seems humorous to me. I just realized that I said that out loud and now they know. <laughs> <coughs> I'll get them next time. How about Oakley? <laughs> okay, I'm not lying this time, guys. He said Oakley. His okay, name's Oakley. Kenneth is going to rap on the trunk and be like, did that hurt him? Did that hurt you? Did that hurt Oakley since you're talking to him? I don't think it. Wait, do you not believe me? Hold on. <laughs> okay, okay, did that hurt you? I really hope it didn't. I do not feel the same way a human does. He said, yes, stop. Is it? Is his favorite? I'm kidding, no. Now I think you're really full of shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Quick question. You can hit her if you want. <gasps> you have the ability now to move your limbs. It will take me some time. <laughs> I need to stand there for like four years. <laughs> Wait, Oakley, I was wondering, as I stared up at you in your magnificence, and you are magnificent, do you have... A little house inside you where tiny creatures live. There are many creatures who live amongst my branches and within. 
All right. But no lighthouse is big enough for, you know, people. No. Okay, just checking. You gotta check. Unless they were very, very small. Are you, wait, are you asking to move into the tree? No. I don't, sorry, I, just, I only have half the context. I, no, no, no. <laughs> sorry. No, I, I was just thinking of something earlier. I wanted to make sure, you know, I don't know. Okay. Listen, hey. I'm talking to a tree for the first time. Nice job. It's kind of weird. Well, I talked to a dead person for the first time with, like... It's like talking to a tree. Like, they're not really responsive. Yeah. Oh, this one's responsive. Hey, um, we probably don't have a lot of time. Uh, is there anything that you would like to share about your life? You know, put out into the world? Because I don't know... I don't know, you know, how long this is going to last or whatnot. I don't think I've just given you the permanent ability to communicate. Our conversations are but passing. But if there was one thing I could tell you, is that if you ever need to speak to me again, Find any tree, for we are all one. And with that, the voice kind of fades on the wind. Yeah. What? Oh, um, nothing. Out of game. I really hope your voice to him sounds like. Oh, my name is <laughs> Yeah, I totally did. Okay, next You're time I'll do that. Going too fast for me, Joe. Next time I'll do that. <laughs> nice. He levels up from that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have now discovered speak with plants. Yeah. And we don't um, know if that actually happened. <laughs> and nobody knows if he actually did. Um, I would like to do something as well. Sure. Okay, so I have four good-sized chunks of obsidian. Hold that thought. Drew, huh. one more thing, because you're a 14 perception. Uh-huh. Uh, when you were speaking to the tree... You felt like there were other, like, plant, like the tree itself was talking to you, but, like, the moss and, the, like, the fungus that was growing on it, even that felt like it was watching you at that point. Because it's just anything within 30 feet of you. Uh, and so you oh. realize after you were done talking to it that, like, everything around you was, like, listening to the conversation. Even the grass he was standing on? 100%. <laughs> Every cool. Ugh, that's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So he could do that and then talk to it. Any plant. Yep. There's a lot of like small, like helpful things you can do with speak with plants. So make sure to yeah. There's a lot of stuff. So if we ever discover like a mystery, you're the detective, lead detective. Okay. Yeah. They can they can give you like information, information, all kinds of stuff. Nice. To the day, you know, it's like at 3:45 p.m. I was stepped on by. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that idea. A man with a size eight foot (laughs) and covered in blood. Uh. Oh. And I've only ever seen that sh- sh- soul pattern like twice in my life. That's how you train. It came from this. And I live on a path that's walk on a cobbler. Lot. The last time was when my dad said he was going to get cigarettes. <laughs> Michelle, what was the thing you were going to do? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Michelle. All right, so you have four pieces of obsidian, Michelle. Four specifically good sized chunks of obsidian. Sure. Um, I would like to see if I could <gasps> carve those down into arrowheads. Oh. 
And also, if they're good conductors, I would like um, Glyph's help in maybe uh, imbuing them, at least a couple of them, with silence. Ooh. Okay. Silence spell. I don't think I can do it myself because I have really shitty arcana, but I think if I had help, it might be able to work. Like, maybe... That ties into what I wanted to do with something else, so I would like to test it do on you, her stuff. Do you have access to the silent spell out of curiosity? Ooh, I do, but could he maybe like even like Wait, do you out? do? I do, yeah. Oh, you can cast silence? Yeah. Oh, then that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sh- so yeah. together they can make them permanent. So what you're saying is that, but so silence is a ranged spell anyway, so basically you're just trying to like... Do damage and silence. Do damage and silence. Yeah. Like a little little combo thing. I think yeah. it would be helpful for like maybe like spellcasters or whatever if they were doing like a verbal spell, but maybe like hit them with that. You're and Hawkeye them. That's awesome. I think it would be kind Michelle, of cool. I'm so proud of you. That's I love cool. you. Uh, if you had other arrows that you want to do stuff like that with, just like I mean, if you shoot them in the throat, they will also not be able to speak. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> we can go with cure wounds. Hunter's mark. Misty can we make it zone of truth. Let's make a cure wounds arrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're hurt. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> so much better. So. It's one d eight plus four. So here's the thing. Play on hands. Normally I would say yes, but it is a concentration spell. I can't just let an effect just happen if okay. it's concentration, especially on something like this, because you have to be focusing on silencing the area in order for it to work. So okay. I would say flavor-wise, you could shoot an arrow with silence, but it would be the same as you casting the silence spell because you have to maintain concentration. What other spells do you have? What if but, uh, um. What if you Nothing like useful. nerf the duration of it? This is like building a whole new. Yeah, you're. Like, I feel, we like, are home like, I right feel now. like she's like trying to. It's like the flame. It's like flame arrows, but imagine replacing flame, the flame spell, the but, fire damage with silence could, that takes yeah, effect on impact. Yeah, could we say like maybe that effect maybe only lasts for a minute or something? Wait, why could she not? Why could she not concentrate on it though? No, but but I because it's, it's the same. So her shooting an arrow would be the exact same as her casting sight. What about silence? One hundred twenty foot spell. Yeah. So you literally just. But silence. I think what she's you trying to do is be able to cast silence almost as like without having to piss an action. Yeah, yeah. Like and, I'm and using the, the arrow a more expensive casting. arrow to do my damage and cast a spell, yeah. and then from then on, it's you're not concentrating on this spell. Think about that. That would play with hundreds of Right, but she still has to use a spell slot to cast silence. It wouldn't just be like, you can't just load yeah, it true. into an arrow and fire it yeah. because it's uh, a concentration spell. Well, does have. anybody have anything useful? <laughs> <laughs> like, instant, instant effect true. stuff you can do, but concentration is a little bit That's more... That's the only thing that I, I think have some teeth would right. actually be useful. And the problem with ranges is that most of your arrow spells are concentration because they're, they're Sure. Oh, they're like multiple duration type stuff. Yeah, Hunter's Mark is like your God mode spell. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can. Do you have a bayonet on your on your gun? No, I've can got a scimitar. Can you like put like I have a four fingered hand? Can you make it into a fist and you can punch people with your gun? <laughs> no. Okay, I was just trying. Uh, that, no, I don't want to oh. put something on the end of the gun. Hold on. I'm just looking Here's for an additional spell or something that could be... Can Could I try and put a spell into an arrowhead? You 100% could. Depends okay. on the spell, but yeah. You are artificer. Yeah. You are. That is that literally is what you do. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Here we go. But if you want okay. to... So I will say this. I will say this, Kenneth. Um, go ahead and make a... First oh. roll. Um, I'm going to make it an arcana check for me. Okay. Make an arcana check. Oh. Beans. 
Um, well, I do have inspiration from two. Sure. Yep, you do. You do. Uh, straight 12. Mm. So you do make four arrowheads. Okay. They're not super good. Yeah, I never made them before. I'm just but trying it out. They could potentially be enough for the enough uh, surface area for Glyph to imbue with something. Can I made it Arcana because it was based off of like using them for magical purposes and because that makes the most sense when you're doing trying to do magic arrows. So, but you can provide the four arrows to Glyph and see if he can use them to imbue. Sure. So the DC will be slightly manipulated based on uh-huh. her role if you want to imbue them with something. Okay, I'm gonna for one day learn two different cantrips yeah, or switch up my cantrips because mm-hmm. yeah. I well, you've go. got multiple days, so you can do this over. Yeah. Any so I'm time. gonna try. I'm gonna try two of them. Mm-hmm. So first one. Uh, I, I give I give you guidance for your line for that. Probably not gonna work. Although, uh, not to op something, but mm-hmm. at this level, when I make, dang it, there we go. Da, 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 da. Tool expertise proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check and make the user proficiency with a tool. Yeah. So this would, this would be it. Six, eleven, seven, eighteen, nineteen. For um, what cantrip? Uh, the first one was I was trying to put where's my spells frostbite into. Um, unfortunately, a nineteen is not enough. <sighs> given her DC, it would be normally, but her DC was her roll was a bit too low, Wait, so it okay. didn't raise the DC. Guidance or no? He did roll yeah, guidance. Yeah, yeah. It was, was eighteen, and he yeah. had one. Okay, uh, so that that down. arrowhead uh, like, that arrow does shatter uh, as you're trying to etch sh- into it because uh, obsidian is it, it's a it's a flimsy material and unfortunately it was not enough surface area to make the room. Yes. You should take all of them. They're yours. Okay. Uh, all right, I mean, gently. Uh, I'm gonna. She has three more. Okay, I'm gonna try one more. Uh, would you like? I'm just gonna give you a couple of categories here. Uh, do you like acid? Do you like fire? You want to try some ice again? I could do something crazy with lightning if you'd like it. Uh, dealer's choice, one of each. Okay. Uh, well, I guess some since no, yeah. Okay. Uh, first one. Uh, natural 14. Nice. So that would be north of 20. Yeah. yeah. So you can, you yes, so one of them does successfully, so whatever one you want to give her. Write down lightning lure. And the way that spell works, it's uh, create a lash of lightning energy that strikes one creature of your choice you can see within 15 feet of you, but since it's on the arrowhead, it's whichever one it hits. Uh, they must make a strength saving throw or be pulled in a straight line toward you and take Ooh. 1d8 lightning so like, damage. So like... Like flavor wise, they'd be shooting an arrow, but there's like a spectral like, like there's a spectral yeah. like line to it. So like someone's trying to get away and you pop him. No. Yeah, it's like every action move where a guy shoots a bow and arrow and the he attaches ropes to it. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. the thing. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Second one. It's definitely kind of thing to have for sure. Is a natural thirteen, and that's just going to be your run of the mill firebolt attached to it. So if it hits. Additional at this level, uh, it'd be two d10. This is where we're becoming a fan because we're at six level for sure. And then the last one, what do I want to do for the last one? With that thirteen roll, what was the to- grand total? Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that one still succeeds. Yeah, five. No, even more. Uh, Twenty four. Twenty four. Okay. Yeah, definitely succeeds. Okay, and last you're trying, one. You're trying to beat a twenty one, actually. Okay, just cool. So you know. uh, this one would probably be like the most OP of them all, and that's also a thirteen. There you go. So, okay. Uh, that's acid splash. Okay. Ah, that one. Yeah, just f- 
Fire that one in a group of people if you hate all of them. If you've got a group of people you don't like, just shoot that in the middle of them. Uh, so if she can recover that these arrows... No, they, they kind of... One-time use. Yeah, no, I it, mean, could you reload them? Uh, well, here's the thing, though. I feel like uh, when I put a spell into it, on like when it does what it's supposed to do, it will just kind of detonate. Oh, you'll, right. you'll, see, you'll see when you shoot one. Roll an at 20, say rear head. I got it. Uh, and the only other thing I wanted to do... Yep. Just notes. Just keep taking mm-hmm. more notes. But I did want to talk to Thulgren. Uh, one night, like, hey mate, oh, I had an idea uh, based off of kind of what we saw happen the other day uh, when we put Tabidi and Zeph in their new bodies. Uh, if you'd like, I'd be willing to take a little bit of time tonight. Uh, you want to, if you'd like to kind of explain how your whole uh, belief system and your deity kind of works to me, uh, I'd like to take your giant uh, weapon you got there. What, what kind of weapon is yours? Hammer? Hammer. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, if you'd like, I could take. Yeah, similar to what I've been doing with Kenneth, and uh, kind of just inscribe it a bit, put a little bit of the flavour that me and Zeph learned into it. Maybe uh, make it a little bit stronger, you know, strengthen your body Wait. with your god. The, what's your favourite flavour of Mangello? <clears throat> oh man, key lime guy is really good. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Safety yeah, line. that's a. Inspiration, dude. It has to be. That it's has to be inspiration guy. for Wait, that did one. Did you just like have that one? That in the I just, I tried to think of one really fast. Oh, I saw it. Good job. Good job. All right, that's it for tonight. That's Bye. See you guys night, next week. Everybody. See you guys next week. Goodbye. Do you want to make him roll and then I'll roll in response to that? Uh. Okay, sure. Well, so basically what I'm wanting to do is, you yeah. know how we put... Walk me through the mechanics. We had them talk about, or everyone talked about what they thought about uh, Zeph and Tabidi, and I inscribed that into the crystal, and then we put that into their bodies. Yeah. I would like to do something similar with his weapon, because I'm severely flavoring uh, Radiant Weapon, which is an artificial yeah, yeah, infusion. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I want to, you know, actually roll for it and see if it works well. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so I would say he needs to roll religion check to kind of give you some details on that. So, yeah, because being that his deity is going to be the all hammer um, and because dwarves make all their stuff and it's kind of a big thing, I also want to make sure that I'm like, not hindering anything. As far as like your relationship... What are you talking about? Like, so the Allhammer has the power to imbue yeah, for sure. hammers and things like that, like Fulgren's hammer. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to necessarily have something imbued into the hammer that will that could potentially hinder me later on down the road. Or if it's like a dwarven thing, like dwarves only use dwarven forged things and stuff like that. I don't know. It, that's entirely up to we'll you. We'll play that conversation, the, baby. The Allhammer, I will say for you, just for your, just say your benefit, the Allhammer is the, is the, uh, is the patron of, uh, like, creation. So, it's not necessarily like, he's just all about hammers, because that's a little on the nose. But it, the <laughs> dwarves, dwarves follow him specifically because he enjoys those who live to build, to design, to create uh, something out of nothing, or something out of something kind of stuff. So that's kind of his vibe. So I think 
if you wanted to take your hammer and make something else out of it, I think that's right in line with what uh, the all hammer would have you do. I just think it more your kind of alignment would kind of vary based on what your oath is and what where that kind of drives you based on what uh, based on what I believe your oath is the oath of vengeance, right? Oath of vengeance. Right. So basically. You would just be kind of following the all hammer in the idea of bringing justice to those who tear things down, whether physically or like, like in any other sense of the word. People who tear things down. Your your desire is to bring vengeance upon those in order to build back, you know, the way things were, or like restore like that kind of a vibe is what you're saying. It's not just you being vengeful all the time. So, but based on your deity Punisher and that. Oath, that's kind of the vibe that you get. So yeah, if you want him to help you work with something, that's you very... That's fine with me if it's all right with you. Alright, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... I'd appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. I'm just going to take a little bit. Uh, I'm going to do a couple things. Yeah, I'm gonna so take... I would say go ahead and roll a religion check for me, forward to kind of help him with his DC here. No pressure, no pressure. Nat 20. Oh. So it succeeds. Okay. Because based on the new... I'm using playtest rules. It's automatic success. I'm going to I'm gonna roll two just for shits. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll roll and then I'll... Explain. Oh, dang it. Close. What is it, what is it with me and my... Uh, <sighs> weapons rolls? I don't know, dude. Like I did with the, that that gun that I didn't... Yeah, honestly, just... I had no oh, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah now you're just... Now it's nothing but aces. Okay, um, so... Uh, uh, yeah, just take a little bit of time and uh, I... Put some draconian runes in it. Uh, you notice there's definitely a lot of dwarven runes in there too. Uh, and uh, I'm careful not, like, I kind of just push it back to you. I don't really pick it up. I'm like, all right, so here's the thing. Uh, this is, uh, it was already your hammer, obviously, but now it's it's super your hammer. Uh, go ahead, why don't you give it a grab, see what happens. All right, I'll, I'll pick it up. Uh, mm-hmm. So, this magic weapon grants a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls. Mm-hmm. While holding it, the wielder can also take a bonus action to shed bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. Uh, you can extinguish the light as a bonus action. The weapon has four charges. As a reaction, immediately after being hit by an attack, the wielder can expend one charge and cause the attacker to be blinded until the end of the Holy attacker's crap. next turn. Do have to make a save? Yeah, uh, a constitution saving throw against my spell save DC. That's great. I think it's 16 right now. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm in You're the one doing it. Yeah, that's crazy. So basically, just search up like a plus one magic hammer. Uh, and yeah, now it's can shed light and if you get hit you can try to blind someone as a reaction you just created a holy weapon <laughs> yeah I mean that, that was the oh really uh, four t- yeah and four times a day and you regain 1d4 charges a day if you press them all away yeah well that was the hope like cause that's the thing is I made something for uh Okiana cause I made her the focus yeah she has the gun yeah uh, we literally made Zeph and Tabidi uh, <laughs> uh, true yeah true very true so you know it's like yeah he's Man, Glyph, kind of, Glyph Christmas is my slap. Glyph must, you know, uh, actually, it's just Christmas all year. I, on actual Christmas, I'm actually kind of shit at giving gifts. <laughs> I'll take the all year. Who is Christmas? <laughs> Glyphmas, yeah. And that's all I wanted to do. Okay. So I took some notes, made a bunch of arrowheads. Question about the homunculus. Mm-hmm. Um, where, Say it right. Uh, about the homunculus? About my homunculus. <laughs> uh-huh. um, where do I find my homunculus in here? Because I have found... A homunculus. Um, it's calling it a tiny construct. It has telepathic bond and bite. 
Is that the one? It's got four. I don't think so. We might have to look it up oh. out of game. Okay. It might might be easier for us. Oh. I'll, I'll see what I can. And Will did it all last campaign, so I'll reach out to him and see okay. what and see how he went. Cool. About well, it. thank you for the William. Thank you, as Drew. Thank I mean, you for that. Well, you saved it. I've got. Present. Oh, you got to have something. I just got gotten like three more artificer infusions, and it's like if I don't use these on cool things, I'm yeah. just going to turn myself into actual Iron Man. You should. So no. Oh sure wow. Have, I don't want to be OP. How do you spell Sorry, the name of the place that we're heading to? Hofkastenjun. Hofkastenjun? Yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you spell that for me? Yeah, of course I can. Yeah, I'm ready for it. In June. Hunt down the virgin. Office in June. Yep. Uh, give me just a second. So this is... Look it up. H-O-F K-A-H S-E-J-U-N S what? That's how I would have S-E-J-U-N. Hofka Sendu. Oh, Hofka Sendu. Oh, I've seen it written now. Now oh. I get it. Yeah. Now you understand. Mm-hmm. That place. Sendu? Uh, he uh, was trying to autocorrect it to Hofka Sendu. Okay. Okay. So I think that's right. I like I like it. Hofka Sendu. You just go to a normal... Hofka Sendu. You go to weapons and you look up like a hammer... It, green is plus one. Seriously, for a green hammer. Yeah, so just search. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
for Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hammer, okay. Warhammer, whichever you're defining as. Anyone else needing to do anything on this trip or are we gonna, we good, good to go to the, the new, the next part? Mm, next, next part. part. Alright, unless you want to throw in a battle real quick. (laughs) Moving on to uh, the end of your time, you guys begin to reach the end. You guys begin to reach the foothills of the Umber Hills, which is the uh, base of the mountains here, as you guys are moving forward. Um, Making your way closer and up these hills, you begin to feel the air get colder, and the forest begin to fall away as you guys go up and up and up for several hours midday on your seventh day of travel. Um, As you guys uh, approach uh, the hills now fading, the foliage kind of uh, drifting away into grass then kind of like moss and then nothing as you guys now reach just basic stones. You're making your way up these small windy paths. Paths that honestly are almost impossible to see unless you're right on top of them, which uh, the dwarves tell you is by design. just makes it uh, harder for people to stumble across them. Uh, But as you guys make your way up uh, around one pass, uh, you you go behind one of the peaks, one of the larger peaks, uh, the sun now being blocked as it reaches midday. Uh, you can step and you can see now these massive gates set before you. Set into the mountain itself, you can see these tall stone gates which tower uh, 100 feet or so up into the mountain. You can see these two large pillars that are kind of set out uh, made of stone with uh, tiny, looks like uh, vertical slits kind of running all up and down them. Um, these large gates are closed, and there looks to be a large kind of circular uh, shape set inside it that uh, almost like looks like it's interlocking the two doors. Uh, the other thing you notice is that there are two massive uh, stone uh, statues that are set just inside the two uh, pillars on either side. Uh, they almost look like they're coming, they were carved out of it, uh, but as you approach, you can see both of the statues, they're, they stand straight, they look dwarvish in uh, design, a very geometric, like, beards and, like, facial features, almost blocky. Um, but as I said there, you see both of them are holding, one looks to be holding a hammer uh, with his hands on top of it, the other seems to be holding an axe with his hand, a double-bladed nice. axe with his hands on top of it. Um, and as the party approaches kind of this small kind of, not small, but this large kind of uh, 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 dais, I guess would be a word for it, uh, where the path now leads up to this open area, you watch as both of the statues, you hear this, as both of the statues kind of, Stamp their weapons into the ground, and both of the heads turn and face you as you all approach. Uh, uh, Levy is walking with you guys, and he's like, "Yeah, those are, those are your stone guardians. Um, they protect the gates. They, this is the stone gate. Um, they protect it and make sure that nobody who isn't supposed to come in can come in. Um, yes, yeah, so don't piss them off or piss anyone else off, because uh, they can. They, they'll crush you." Pretty hard, actually. I mean, we know the dangers of uh, golems, I think. Yeah. How do they differentiate? Uh, just out of curiosity. It's the thing. We don't know. Um, it's, it's a secret kept by the king and his council. It's um, those of just hearts. Yeah, so, like, like you, you just hear Glyph just... Okay, good notes. <laughs> <laughs> um... I mean, we, we're not allowed to know because that would uh, lead to like manipulation and such. So it's uh, it's pretty pretty close secret. But yeah, uh, you did. 
I've seen them beat up a beat the crap out of Wait, things. So who does, does it keep out? Yeah, like um, or? I mean, these are like it, it, um, these like you know anybody who the dwarves don't want to come in, um, you know the you know all the and so I will retcon here real quick. So basically, <laughs> as you guys have been traveling, I'm I'm going to assume the question has come up at some point of how dwarves view other people. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. And on this side of the border, <laughs> what you will find... Thank you. Uh, that was to be his contribution. That was to be his But I will just put this out there so that there is not, there's not like confusion here. In yeah. Krakodar, there is the dwarves who live in Hofkas and June. But there are, according to the dwarves, several... There are many, many other cultures that live out in this continent. There are humans that live uh, in the Dune Coast... Uh, many, many hum- uh, humanoids who live out in the Dune Coast who have nothing to do uh, with the Brasslands. There are the uh, orc tribes that live lower down towards the Black Sea. Um, and then there is also like other uh, stone and like mountain-esque uh, individuals. There's, there's uh, halflings and uh, gnomes of the like. Some of them even live uh, in and around uh, the city itself. Uh, you find that over on this side of the border, there is much less like discrepancy between who can be here and who can't. It seems as though the Brasslands is much more stingent on who they allow in their borders versus uh, huh. the, this side of the continent, the continent, which is much more like... I was going here expecting just, the opposite. People yeah, just, right. you know, yeah. they're just here. So the dwarves definitely have a kind of a standoff between the Brasslands... Yeah, uh, of course, humans, that might make sense. But yeah. every, everyone else, they're pretty chill. If humans from the Dune Coast came over... Humans from the Dune Coast are more than welcome to... Uh, it's and about they the have, they've, they've traded with them before. Location, location, um, location, baby. Yeah, it's all... <laughs> they've, there are even dwarves that have traveled across the Black Sea, uh, all the way up to Udall and even to the Emerald Isles. Have I met dwarves um, in Udall? You have, yeah. You've nice. definitely seen dwarves in Udall. Okay. Um, yeah, it just it's just this one... Central location that seems yeah. to have the more like if you come out this gate, mindsets. there might be problems. Yes, uh, but no. So dwarves are much more kind of lenient on that. It's just it's Brassland citizens that are a bit more that, that's super looked upon. Yeah, um, but no, dwarves do definitely have enemies here on the side. They fought many battles around here. Uh, their most recent one was obviously with the Brasslands, but. Uh, on this side here, they're they're pretty chill. But yeah, they do have people they need to keep out. There are definitely the uh, tropey uh, goblin uh, hordes Can't and wait to uh, run into all them. of those guys who seem to pop up every now and again. But for the most part, there's a there's a healthy respect for uh, the the peoples that live all throughout here. So yeah, and there are several. They do mention uh, Levy does several uh, mention several other places in. Uh, Crocodar that you know that people have lived in. He talks about uh, the Rinfall Grotto, which is like another mountain range, much much further uh, to the east. That is mainly uh, they none have really been, but they they're supposed to be uh, a peoples that live up near the top of those mountains, like up in the clouds kind of vibe. Um, there is uh, Drakar Port Drakar, which is obviously kind of like the big. Uh, hub of uh, trade that comes in through Crocodar, and there are many, many. Uh, they say he tells you that you know Portugal is probably if you really want to see some like crazy stuff, Portugal is where you're going to go because that's where all of these people from many, many nations do come if they want to, not necessarily bypass the Brasslands, but this has become the new uh, the new main port now that uh, the Brasslands has taken over the Copper Cove, which used to be kind of the big. Uh, portrait for other non-Brasslandian uh, cities. But nevertheless, that's kind of the vibe you get here. So 
Uh, that way there's no confusion on like, dwarves are super like racist. Like, no, they're not. But they are very, very suspicious of Brasslands uh, individuals with good reason. So there you go. The more you know. Makes sense. So. Um, all those questions. <laughs> what's that? I'm glad I asked all uh, those yeah, questions. Yeah, very glad that TVD asked all those questions. Um, but anyhow, very good as you guys approach uh, the stone gates, you can see the massive guardians uh, recognize you as you guys approach. Um, and you guys uh, meet in this large, again, this very large kind of open flat space right before the gates. Um, as the whole group approaches again, it's like 60 dwarves and other individuals that are approaching. Uh, you can see that uh, Ninevar kind of holds his hand up and like dismounts uh, from his goat and kind of turns to you all. And um, he says, uh, I will speak with uh, I will speak with the guards to let us pass. It might be a moment as they have to verify some of the individuals that are re-entering the city. Uh, wait here. He's so going he... to speak with the guards? Guards. Okay. Guards. Uh, so he okay. makes his way to the, yeah. the gates and you can see as that happens, you see there's a small kind of door that opens at the at base of the gates and several dwarves come out all dressed, dressed in um, very fine like matte uh, metal armor. Very um, fine matte. <laughs> They're very fine maps. There you go. Hey, did you see uh, both of them? Just like they that? did. They both worked out. But they, they step out and seem to have a bit of a dialogue for a while. Um, as that happens, you notice that Lenny's kind of looking up and like uh, squinting at the two uh, uh, stone pillars that are up. And he's kind of looking at him, just kind of like uh, a little confused, I guess. He's just kind of like staring at him for a moment. Are they speaking to you, buddy? What's that? I said, are they speaking to you? What? No, no. I was, I was just confused because the king's banner isn't, uh, isn't up on the on the standards, hmm. which means he's not here right now. Oh. I mean, it's not uncommon, but I would have thought the king would have been here to like <clears throat> welcome you guys or whatever. Well, I thought so too. You would think that, wouldn't you? Uh, as you guys are talking, rich about, people, am I right? You hear this <laughs> coming from behind you guys, the path that you guys came. Uh, and as everyone kind of turn, uh, shuffles and turns around and looks, you can see uh, what looks to be like ascending the path. There is this massive, uh, there's this massive uh, procession of individuals. Kind of, yeah. Uh, you can see, you can see uh, <laughs> heading up the hill uh, about what looks to be about twenty or thirty mounted uh, dwarves, all dressed in uh, meticulously <laughs> kept. Uh, armor holding standards with a flag flying, and you can see the flag has a large, uh, looks to be a golden uh, hammer and uh, uh, a shield kind of emblazoned on the front of it um, as the flags flap in the wind, and you can see they are all coming up in two columns, uh, and set between them are, uh, looks to be uh, two, excuse me, two other uh, mountain goats, uh, a little bit taller and a little bit nicer than everyone else's, uh, because sitting atop of them are two dwarves. The first one uh, looks to be a younger dwarf, and by younger, his beard is shorter. Um, uh, but he has this uh, very uh, very fine kind of blondish red uh, short beard, uh, short hair. He's got this little silver circlet that sets on top of his uh, head, and he's kind of like riding up, just you know, just kind of enjoying. The crate uh, cackle of beards. Is he a derp? No, it just seems to be just kind of riding. He's just kind of having a good time. Uh, but riding behind him... Dressed in again, very fine, uh, very fine armor with a large black 
uh, crown that sets on top of his head. You can see this dwarf with long, kind of dark gray uh, beard and hair uh, holds himself to a much uh, grander uh, persona than everybody else. Uh, and you can see immediately uh, all the dwarves that are not the bad dwarves immediately turn and, like, plant a uh, fist to their left shoulder or right shoulder and, like, bow their heads in respect. I'll lean over uh, the money. As... Wait, should we do that, too? Yeah, probably. probably uh, basically. Uh, probably probably yeah. Let's just, we'll just use that. Uh, put thumbs up and put his head down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as everyone seems to pay their respects to... Um, hold on. Oh, I lost it. Hey, clarify my question. Does yes. he kind of look like a super, like a superman? Sure. So you could say he's the head of the Henry Cavalcade? This is such bullshit. <laughs> this is such bullshit. Oh my god. That's pretty good. <laughs> she That's said good. that two minutes ago. Yeah, and did got you really? no inspiration. We already gave her the inspiration. Yeah, we did give her the inspiration. <laughs> you can't give her. It's my job to give inspiration on stuff like this. You yes. failed. Yeah. How did I fail? I'm here, sitting here trying to describe a scene to you guys. And she's talking. She spin, hit that joke right on the spin, screws. Spinning out gems. Pop. Henry Cavill. To be fair, to be fair. If you're talking as loud as Matt is, no wonder I couldn't hear you. Oh, so it's my fault? <laughs> I think everybody else heard. I'm on the, I'm on your side now, Calvin, because I remembered you're the DM. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh. No, 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 oh, no. No, 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 that's fine. That's no, right. I a joke. Oh, Drew's no. a coward. I'm getting, listen, I'm getting, I'm getting. Yeah, why don't you put I'm your balls in a different bag? <laughs> Well, your goats are really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Thanks, infiltrating. That's where I end the podcast again. Um, as the procession makes its way up, you see that it stops, uh, and the two dwarves that are being surrounded by the King's Guard immediately stop uh, and look at you all. I think Zeth uh, and Glyph are both like doing whatever draconians do to salute. All right, with him with it, in the King. Yes, and. Uh, all right, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I was handing that off to you. No, Mike, it's you. you what, came are they, what are they doing? <laughs> tails we'll, up. We'll get back to that. Oh, tails up. No, wait. <laughs> That's when we weird. get to the sun. <laughs> figure it out. They do I the gesture do it that we'll figure out later. Yeah, they do a gesture that will be predetermined later. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. It is so cool. It's really, really cool. cool. Um, as they, as the procession Majestic stops, cool. you can see that uh, Ninevar has made his way back. Uh, to the group and walks over and uh, salutes the king uh, as the king dismounts and uh, clasps his uh, arm in a greeting um, and uh, Ninevar turns around uh, and gestures to you all and goes uh, United in difference, please come meet the Lord of Stone Greymar Dawnbringer my jaw is to the floor. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, what's, yeah. His, what's his name? I'm sorry. Dawnbringer? Graymar, Graymar Dawnbringer. Now that's a name. Uh, as the king kind of looks at you all. <gasps> Hello. Welcome. <gasps> I've never met a king before. Nobody's used our name before. Welcome this is the first time we've actually ever met this. really Welcome cool. Ofka Senju. It's good I branding. am the Lord. Uh, I am the I'm the King, King Graymar, uh, and you are united in difference. Yes. Oh it sounds cooler every time he sees it. Know, it gets more cool. I have heard many uh, fascinating things about you. 
more appropriately that you have uh, done something which many of my people have failed to do, which is bring Demzi, a traitor amongst our people, to justice. This... Traitor indeed. Ah, Thorgrim. <laughs> pleasure to meet you. First it's a pleasure face. to meet you too. My I, again, I do the, the little... He, so he so nods. He... Uh, Please, this is my son, uh, Rogath, uh, Prince of Stone, uh, as he says, size. Hi. Hey, what's up? What is this kid? Uh, do you, do you ask that? No, but like, just based on like looking at him, like roughly how old is he? Make a perception, make an insight check. Can I make a medicine check? Can I make a medicine check? (laughs) Oh, I don't like what that implies. What? <laughs> I don't know what it is. An exam. 17. 17? Oh, that's a nat 19 uh-huh. plus 4, so 23. He you looks like birthday. he should be in his mid-30s, mm-hmm. but, but he does not act like it. He is not. So, um, Drew, you also kind of get that vibe of, like, he looks like... But it's hard to tell because the age... Like it doesn't the, matter. The age thing of a dwarf versus a humanoid, it's very hard to distinguish. Uh, you'd have to ask to know. But yeah, with a with a twenty with a twenty-three, it's like Yeah, he looks like he looks He's like mature. any like thirty year old guy would you meet on the street, but like doesn't I, act like it. Can I whisper to Thulgren, like, how old is that man child? <laughs> Whoa, you can have I'm not saying here. To be honest with you, I'm not really sure. I'm kind of confused myself. Um, (laughs) Fulgren, you know that this this prince probably hasn't seen more than, uh, in human years, more than like 18 winters, but that puts him at still like just a little little dwarf baby because you guys live for like 400 winters. So I like uh, I like to think I like the thought that like their adolescent childhood and adolescence is extended. Well, sometimes, yeah, sometimes even their even their like actual physical mental development. Puberty well, is par- thirty years long. Apparently, uh, dark elves don't mature until they're twenty three or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like from the Dritz books. Humans don't until they're twenty seven at the earliest. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm thirty. That's when their little amygdalas are set. I got that. Uh, but uh, as uh, Midget Mind Mingle is again. As, <laughs> as Rogath kind of like waves to you guys. I don't even have one of those. Um, <laughs> the, king, the king continues. Uh, he kind of looks over at Demsey and he's like, I am grateful that you brought him to me. Uh, we have spent many years trying to crush this little rebellion that has infiltrated my fair city. But I have you to thank. For you were the ones that apprehended him, you and your paladin companion. Yep. Uh, now, do you need the instructions for this one? Don't let him talk. We are aware. The, oh, we are aware of his got abilities. It. Got it. Didn't want to be responsible for that mistake. I mean, like, I already brought it up earlier, like, a week ago, and I guess it was kind of weird, but I was like, it could cut off his tongue or something if, like, it was a problem or something. Ah, uh, yes. As a last cease effort, I just. Justice will be brought to his. Uh, him and his own, but uh, that is, you should not worry about that. We should be celebrating. We should, you should come and into the city. We should, we should hold this official. Oh no, they're totally uh, worried about this. Actually, well, you could nail his tongue to the roof of his mouth. Oh, that's, that's crazy. That's horrible. Lucius, can you what? make a perception check for me? Can you do that for 
Damn. Uh, eight. Eight? Yeah. I'm too, I'm too, I'm too, I'm imagining it in my, in my brain right now. Um, as you guys are talking, the king is like uh, waving to the gates uh, to signal them open. You hear like a deep rumble as the gates, you see the, the circle begins to turn and like starts to open. Um, as that rumble happens, um, I'm trying to think. Let's get rumble. Kenneth. Yeah, yes, sir. What's happening? What's happening? They're the making truth. jokes over there. Never mind, you don't notice. No, yes, um, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, I'm paying attention. <laughs> God. Make a perception check. Drusifer is doing awful things over here. When does he not do awful things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, 19. 19? Mm-hmm. There is a shadow... The sun is behind the mountain, so it's, like, shadowed everywhere. But there's, like, another shadow that, like, crests over the top of the mountain for a moment. And then disappears kind of in the dark <gasps> of the shadow. Big or small? <laughs> I mean, small from this angle, but... Oh. Are there, uh... I agree normally, I'll ask, like, are there, like, creatures? Who do you, who do you ask? Uh, just any and every dwarf around me. Hey, dude, you know what the hell is that? Hello! Hey, you're short in stature. <laughs> Hello there! Hello! Are there, hey, dwarfs! Are there usually creatures that reside up in them there hills? Uh, you're just asking a random dwarf? I'll just ask it. Uh, well, of course there's creatures that reside up in those hills. Okay, I just saw a shadow. Is that normal? Ah, uh, maybe. It depends on how big the shadow was. Was it flying? Was it crawling? It could be anything. A large lizard, a, well, a stone it? giant, an ogre, a rock. And as he says that, <laughs> Lucius, yeah. a twinge of familiarity hits you. <gasps> Your friend's pick. Wait, what's his name? Steven, 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 Steven. No, it's not. Steven, Steven, As a massive rock descends upon the dais with some slightly singed uh, feathers on uh, the leading edge of its wings, uh, descends upon the party with a lot... Okay, with sorry. a lot oh of uh, vengeance and venom. Oh my gosh, Reggie! Reggie the Rock! Hey, I have the title for this episode. Rock me on the dais. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Reggie, rock me on the. You already have inspiration. You can't. You gotta stack. You gotta keep spread. You gotta spread those out. Trying to bust the shit down. Write down. Reggie. Why is Reggie back? That was sick. Can we talk about Reggie? Guys, we're on fire tonight. Reggie on the dais. All right, there it is. Won't recognize us just Um, as it descends, you all immediately turn around, see it happen. Uh. And roll initiative? And roll some initiative okay. as Demzy, or sorry, not Demzy, as Reggie the Rock yes. descends oh, nice. upon. Or we'll go initiative. Uh, you know what? It's time for it's time for Coach to take over again and just kill Reggie. Oh my god. Oh. I like the fact that now you're just really leaning into Coach. Yeah. Well, I have multiple aspects. <laughs> Alright, 25 to 20. 21! 21! 21! Nice! Hey, nice. Give me uh, your 20, 20, 2015? 16! 16! 18! This is just like Atticus when we played that mind game. What's that? Uh, when we played the card game. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, he said, 16, 18. Like, I didn't just say it. Before <laughs> I didn't say it. Uh, okay, uh, Kenneth? Nine. 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 Uh, 16. 16. Thank you. Okay. 
So, top of the round. Glyph, you are up with Lucius on deck. Right, uh, it's pretty close to us. Oh, it's just, it's rapidly descending upon. He's so pissed. Uh, it's, it's like gliding. Basically, uh, skimming the top of the mountain as it's coming straight down towards everybody. Okay, uh... Well, that changes things a little bit. I thought he was already on the dais. Uh, he's, I mean, he's close. On the dais, on the uh, dais. Do you have a range thing you want to try and hit him with? I was going to try and do something in melee. Oh, in melee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not there yet. Okay, okay. Uh, then I'll just... He would be, but Michelle caught him before, or Kenneth saw him before that. Okay. Uh, well, that's fine. Uh, I'm just going to pull out my pistol and uh, just going to do something a little different that I actually learned over the last week. Sure. Uh, a little bit of frost forms on the barrel, and I'm going to cast Frostbite. So, okay. Constitution saving throw original. Disadvantage because I said so. Yep. Because you said so. Are you gonna roll the hit? Or you tell just... me. Uh, no, it just it's just a save. It's no damage. You tell me, Lucius huh. is not a bard. A Constitution saving throw oh. is. Uh... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Twenty three. Damn. <laughs> They're so hearty. Con as well, he takes Nunzi of the damage. Did, All right. So, what airship did we find Reggie in first? Like, what, what, when, what were we doing? I can't remember. Oh wait, I had the page open. What the hell, Preston? Uh, but as oh, a wow, it just opens up to me. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, bonus action. There's nothing really I can do. Can mm-hmm. I have Pothole hold his? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if it comes within melee of he and I, he's mm-hmm. gonna punch it really hard. Yes, yeah, sir. Nailed it. Easy to do. All right, Lucius, you're up. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. I was excited. Sorry, to see I should have taken a lot longer. I'm gonna do form a dread. My like, I see Reggie in, the, in the, like, like <laughs> in the sky. My jaw just drops, and like, and then keeps dropping. <laughs> and he keeps, keeps dropping, and then you like, uh, you hear like all the air leaves my lungs, and as it does, as soon as it hits uh, the actual air in front of mm-hmm. me. Um, it turns into smoky, inky blackness and yep. me in a form of dread. Form of dread. Wait, why am I rolling d20? What the hell? Okay. <laughs> d10. I like to roll, man. Six plus six. That's 12. Nice. HP, Nice. I'm level six now, motherfucker, so I can actually do stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I sorry. hope you would. Um, okay. Lucius is very, very, uh, scared. Um, well, why not? I'm just gonna shoot him. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Uh, I'm trying to decide whether or not Coach comes out. I'm gonna make a wisdom save. Alright. Oh my gosh, is Lucius Coach here's, out when you Lucius, fail? Lu- I'm just deciding it. It's just Coach takes out. over when you fail. Uh, you see, uh, Lucius's right hand becomes, like, very, uh, what's it called? Vascular? And Ooh. holds out, and Lucius like, "What the hell?" And then the and then the coffin opens up and puts a spectral fire arm in there. <laughs> oh my god! And you see, like Lucius is like very like confused as both of his arms go like by itself and aims at this creature. Um, Alice will take two attacks against it. Okay. Two Eldritch blasts. You won't do it. Oh wow. What did I? Fuck? Oh whatever. Um, fourteen plus. Eight hits. Twenty-two. I'm gonna roll uh, for the uh, second attack. Okay. Roll a natural twenty because I'm feeling it. Okay. Called it. Oh, uh, twenty. Twenty hits. Nice. Okay, so that is a D. Oh, it's bleached. A D ten. D ten. D ten. Two D. And I get two D ten because my four. Uh, uh, six points of force damage, three sure. points of necrotic. Yep. I need to make a wisdom save. You do? Reggie needs to, because 
Uh, that would be a 22. 22? Oh, he's so got buff. He's gotten wiser since last time we fought. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, second attack, that is 10 necrotic damage and 2 force damage. Nice. Nice. Um, and then he has to make another save. Wait, let me see if it's once per turn. I think it's once per turn. So. Okay. So, uh, uh, after your turn, it is now Reggie's turn. Reggie... Lands on uh, the the <laughs> lands on the ground, uh, causing a shockwave of air and uh, force as he lands, uh, and immediately begins to just like swing wildly. You watch as uh, one wing sweeps out, knocking about five or six dwarves like to the ground or even off the edge of uh, the dais. Um, as he's going to take, uh, he's going to go ahead and do to uh, a beak attack Revengeance. at. Um, he's going to make it at the dwarves. To Is he start. in melee of plothole? He will be here, yes. Yeah, okay, just wanted to clarify. Uh, he's going to make an attack. That's a 23. He's definitely going to hit. So he's going to make... He's going to do damage dice on that. Ooh, 27 points of damage to the dwarves. Jeez so basically, it decimates a bunch of dwarves. Uh, like no. some of the king's guards, some of the, the fort... Uh, occupants just kind of sweeps out with his beak, crushing a bunch of them, eating a few of them. Actually, oh my god, uh, does quite Damn. a yeah, quite a Reggie bit. Reggie got like way more like yeah, he's, he's angry. And uh, you can see a lot of his suck. like one side of his face uh, is like burnt, like the feathers have not grown back, as it is now like a burn scar across one side of his like beak and face. Uh, one eye is actually almost like a milky kind of gray color. Does it look um, fresh or? Oh, no, no, it's, it's from us. It's from, I thought oh, maybe yeah. it would come from Bale uh, By the way, we found him on our airship travel to Metal City. Yes. Um, and then it's going to go ahead and do a talent attack against the one person who's already hit it. It's eye. T- it's good eye turns to you. And there's a there's a moment of pause, almost as if they wish yeah. they, they wonder if they should. So and as Lucius yeah. is like seeing, that, thinking like, of all of the thinking perfect. of all the times you guys spent. Prior to his attack, staring at, staring, <laughs> staring up and down at each other. You see, you see, Lucius My like can't control his like hands and stuff, and he's like, oh, oh, and you see the hand like go up and just like forcibly like Evil Dead no, like flip him off. No, okay, well, the, all of his all of his reservations are now put to rest as you flip yeah. him off. That's going to no, be no, did it not me. It's going to be a twenty-two to hit. That is super hit. Uh, super. Nice. I need you to make a strength save. Oh no. Nope, you're just grappled. Okay. Uh, as he wham slams down with one of his talons, uh, pinning you to the ground. Mm-hmm. How much damage? How much damage? Ten billion damage. Thirteen points. Ah! Uh, it's leaped through my form of dread. Uh, and just wham slams you onto the ground. His talons now like di- one of his talons piercing through your torso in and pinning you to the ground. Uh, leaving you there. Uh, that ends its turn as it's just gonna kind of like it's continuing to like swing around and like throw <laughs> creatures with its mouth and stuff like that. Slap Pothole's gonna go ahead and slap him. Go ahead and roll for Pothole. Uh, 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 14. 14 just misses. Uh, Rock on. Okay. That End it. of your turn. TBD, you're up with Fulgrim on deck. I will use my psychic breath weapon on this. Okay. Nice. Like Alakazam. Uh, nice. Dex save. DC 12. Uh, dexterity save? Yep. On a psychic mm-hmm. weapon? All right, cool. Because <laughs> he's got to dodge the psionic beams. Uh, that's a 15? Yep. So you okay. just take half of... Uh, Alrighty then. Half of 100 damage. 
Which one's the ten again? <laughs> the one that looks like a top. Wait, yeah, that's D10. Nice. Uh, so you just take seven. Seven points of damage, dang. All right. Is it half of that? Is it half? That was half already, so it was 14. Yep, 14, nice. Oh, oh okay. sweet. Nice. Right on. It does he gets finish. a plus to it, so. Oh, All right. Very cool, very cool. Uh, very cool, baby. Anything cool. else you're doing? Love that shit. Yeah. I can attack again. All right. Let's go. You can uh, attack twice. You yeah. won't do level it. Five. You won't do That's it. That's a level five. That's all I got. Level five. Level five, two attacks. I didn't get anything. You told me I was getting good stuff. You got, you got access to level three spells now. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of huge. <laughs> That's kind of That's really kind of a big deal. That's like fireball. It's <laughs> like, like fireball. Like so. fireball. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. And then <laughs> I'm going to... I want to play your next. Take mm-hmm. my short sword, mm-hmm. and as I... I'm about to strike him with it. I can use psionic strike. Yep. Uh, just an extra. He's a brain boy. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. He's very cerebral. This way he doesn't talk that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's just an extra damage thing. Okay, so, so go and swing to attack. We wouldn't get most of what he had to say. Oh. I don't like that. Can I physically roll? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's uh, eight. Eight does not hit. Action surge, bro. Action surge. Huh? Screw it. Action surge. You're a fighter. You can action surge and you get oh, yeah, yeah, attack one. action. If you want. Two more attacks, yeah. Right, yep, try that again. Alright, two more attacks. Go. Wait, two more? Yeah, yeah action surge. Two more attacks. Attack action. Right. Attack action is two attacks for you. Oh. Correct. Cool. So then that would be a 22. <laughs> 22 hits. Sweet. Uh, and then. You're brain blast him. Brainiac. So. Sickening. Nice. <clears throat> Wait, what? Oh, so 10 plus... Sixteen points of damage for that one. Ooh, nice. Ooh, Reggie's okay. gonna get one shotted by the young fighter. Ah, and then that one is only a twelve for the 12 attack. Twelve does not hit. Okay. What's your plus to hit? Just plus six. Okay. And okay. Then... Bonus action. Oh, he does have a bonus action. Mm. Bonus action, sir. He said he's covered in fire. No, he or looks he like he's burned. been burned. Oh, like he's been burned. From last fight, yeah. Okay. Bunch of sick um, that would be so much cooler if it was just literally a phoenix and a rock just descending. What if we on. kill him and then he comes back as a phoenix for the third time and he becomes a campaign nemesis? I am He's going to no. the general use my weapon with poison then. Okay. Ooh. And that is it for me. Okie dokie. Uh, end of TBD's turn. Tholgren, you're up. Tholgren. <sighs> Alright. Uh, how far away is this thing? Close enough for you to hit. It's a big thing. Smash it. It's a gargantuan creature, so. Okay. What? Um, Think like, uh, think like smog size level. Like size. So smog is on the front gate of this dwarven. Kinda, yeah. Activate the stone guardians. I mean, smog is like relatively small compared to like some of the other dragons. But that's uh, neither here nor there. But yeah. That's why pretty, he had a, pretty big. That's why he had a complex. But I, mm. um, well, I'd like to. He thought he was uh, average, but he wasn't. He wasn't play the dragon games. Mm-hmm. I'd like to use divine smite. Yeah, you can use that if you hit. So go for it. All right, all right. Sorry. And I'm gonna uh, attack twice. All right, go ahead and roll your two attacks. That'll hit. Probably. Probably. Yeah. He's plus seven. Yeah. Again. No. Plus eight. Plus six. Nine. Oh my gosh. Plus nine. nine. It was Tolkien up. predicted the rapper Drake's career 22. happening. Mm-hmm. First one's 22. How so? 
That's correct. Uh, he describes Smaug as a fire drake from the north. Ooh. Second one is Drake Canada. Canada. from Canada. Yeah. yeah. Spitfire. Spitfire. Yeah, both hit. So yeah. go ahead and roll your damage and add your smart. Way to go, Shane. To as many as you want. <laughs> the first one was 23. Oh, damn. Plus that's a 10. The last one that I have was actually one from Drew. Are you talking damage now? I'm confused what's going on. Damage. Yes. So 23 damage on the first hit. Oh, okay. that, was with, that was with the Ranning Spine. With Ranning Spine. Gotcha. Uh, and then, um, <laughs> yeah, the second there. one was... Uh, that's on where? The 16. Be. There you go. I have yeah. a list of 16? All right. Damn. Bang, bang. Uh, oh, wait. They bring you joy. Yeah. Paladins are really good at, good at what idea. they do. Yeah, just okay. unleashing okay. hell upon this thing. Great. Okay. Love it. All right. Does that end your turn? And just close. Yes. The All right. End of your turn. Zeph, you are up, sir, with Kenneth on deck. That's awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, Zeph. Yes. Um, seeing Why are you this. talking like that? No, this is Drew. This is Drew talking Drew's about Zeph. Oh, okay, you started with Zeph. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! It's that rock again. I'm going to do something cool. And he just okay. turns into, uh, you know, you see his body change shape. He bends down. Mm-hmm. He seems to get much larger, like two, Ooh. three times his size. Ooh. As his the scales on his on his neck and head kind of bristle out and elongate and turn into this mane, this beautiful mane. So this pearlescent, uh, almost glowing white lion. Yes. Oh, a liger. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> no, just, He's a okay, lion. You're a lion. You're like a lion with all the birth yeah, defects. Yeah, it's a giant lion. <laughs> <laughs> all dominant. No one talks about that. <laughs> no one does talk about that terrible, terrible crossbreeding. And stand, like, he, he kind of, like, slow, like, j- jumps up. You know how lions jump up on mm-hmm. things. Yeah, he jumps up on, on a plinth or something yeah, like that. And he looks at it, and then his back kind of like you see all this movement in him, and his his mouth opens towards the rock, mm-hmm. and he shoots out his um, his what? Your beam. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> his breath weapon, his radiant ah, breath weapon. Nice, As nice, he nice, roars, nice, nice. Okay. Do the roar. Do the roar. I'm do sorry. the roar. I shot. Yes, I shot. I. I want you to do the sound of a roar with a, a radiant of a lion coming out. Of a lion's roar? Hold on. All right. Got to practice. All right. Okay. okay, everybody. Calvin's running around. He's getting He's a coming frog. back. Here he comes. Oh. Here he comes. Let's see. Oh, Action. yeah. Oh. Whoa! Nice, nice. Well done. Paper towel well done. is worth it. Yeah, that was good. Nice. That that's what he calls sex. That's 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 you were born in the darkness. <laughs> well, well. So uh, he's got to beat a death <laughs> save. <of> <laughs> yes, that's from Anchorman. Yeah. It's a real panther. Twelve points of damage. <laughs> no, beat, beat a twelve decks. Oh. Uh, dex. Dex. Oh. It's a natural nineteen. Minus eight though, because he's not dexterous. Uh, zero. Beans. Sorry. He's also uh, proficient in dexterity for some reason. I don't know why a rock is through. Oh, wait. You were shooting at the rock, so it doesn't have a dex save, so it just hits rock and just, like, shatters. And I'm kidding. I was going to say he just hit uh, rock. Four. Nine. Blah, blah. Half of nine. Uh, five points of damage there. You just, like, damage right. two of the damage. Is that end your turn? Mm-hmm. All right. Lion Zeph. Kenneth, you're up. All right. Let's go. Excuse me. All right, uh, Hunter's Mark. Easy peasy. Sure. Didn't do that. Yeah. 
It's gonna use larger right, reaction to forego that. I'm kidding. Okay, alright. <laughs> you save all of them for the shield for every Nope, nope. I am a, I am a, uh, he first is, is 21, for 21 for the first one. Hits. Okay. Second one is another 21. Hits. Alright, sickening. So that is 10 plus 8, 18, 18 uh, 20 points of damage with that. Nice. Ooh, 20 points good. with your rifle. That is my turn. All right, as you fire your shots, uh, striking the beast, it is now the dwarves' turn. As the dwarves immediately begin to assemble themselves now that they have been uh, dismantled by this creature, you can see many of the king's guards begin to uh, unload uh, crossbow uh, bolts. A few of them even pull out what looks to be. Uh, Variations of uh, glyph and chemist uh, firearms. Then we get to fire shots uh, up into the air, uh, and you can see that uh, uh, Nineveh, Nineveh has placed uh, himself in front of the king uh, and the prince, and has begun to cast some sort of a spell uh, as uh, he. Okay, <laughs> as. Uh, <laughs> Calvin, I just want you to notice yeah. who's not playing with food at that table. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, back to you, Calvin. You're good. No, you're good. You're good. Till now. Yep. <laughs> yep. Crucio! And yep. All right, so all of those. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I would. That's a lot of I really want to see Joe Flitz so stupid. Being thrown. No. He's like, yeah, sure, you guys, just goof off all you want. <laughs> no, so roll the whole uh, All right, so the, they begin to unload their crossbows and their uh, firearms at it. Uh, and meanwhile, Ninevar steps in front and begins to speak. And as he does, you watch as he closes his eyes and then opens them again by, while gripping his uh, halberd, stamps it on the ground as all of a sudden this column of white fire <clears throat> unleashes from the ground as he's going to cast. Uh, oh, I uh, don't know what it's called. Is this called daylight? Because oh, if it is, no, 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 oh. no, no, no. It's. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get that. It's a high level cleric spell. Shut up. Do what? Is that a high level cleric spell? It's. It's firestorm. Multi heal. Firestorm is way bigger than that. Can no. I get that? Pillar of dawn. Firestorm. Oh my god. Wait, was that Curse of Warrior reference? What no, that's called? a druid spell. Wave invisibility. We don't what is that cleric spell? I don't know what it's called, it's, but it's like the column of like fire. I don't know what it's called now. Divine something? Pillar of Consecration. Uh, no, what I feel terrible that it, it's a cleric spell. Oh, you yeah, better it figure it out because you got to do the damage. Yeah, yeah I know. Come on. Oh, call lightning. What's that? Call items are pretty cool spell, too. You have to use your uh, rotary phone? I thought I had. I pulled it up, but Firestorm is not the <laughs> right spell. <laughs> Do you know what level it is? Hang on. Let me look. I'll look, look for it. I'll look for it. I'll look for it. I got it here. I got it. You're the here. dumbest friend I've ever had. Like, the dude that had a backpack with a phone on it. Oh, but I am you a friend. <laughs> Uh, oh, Flame Strike! That's what it is. Flame Thank you. Go. Flame Strike. A, ver a vertical column of divine fire roars down <laughs> from the heavens job. on a location you specify. Each creature with a temper raised 45 cylinder must make a serious saving throw, and it takes 46 fire and 46 radiant on a failed save. Oh, not as much on a success. 46. 4d6. That joke never gets old. For me. No, never. <laughs> it does not. Uh, okay, <laughs> so with that, it's going to make a dexterity saving throw. Does 80 10 damage? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's a. That's coincidentally. That does math, beat his so. DC. However, it is going to still take half of the damage. I mean, Reggie's a bad mother freaker. I will take care of him this time. He's party rocking in the house tonight. Oh, right, nice. So, 20 inspiration. 
21 points of fire and radiant Ooh. damage done by. No, that was. Total? Yeah, it was total. Sure, y'all. Uh, as he unleashes literal uh, really holy fire on I don't know where did either. It looks and, like he just left a Lady Gaga uh, concert. But yeah, it, it's, it strikes into one of his wings, causing a chunk of like uh, feather and uh, flesh to get blown away and now looks like burning and sizzling. How's Reggie, how's Reggie looking? Uh, he looks rough. Uh, he lost well over half of his hit points in that fight. Yeah. Uh, top of the round, Glyph, you are up, sir. Yep, uh, I do the thing that I do, and I pull the spyglass out, and I say, last name Zephyr, first name Greatest, and I enlarge Zeph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's already a giant he's lion. massive. So okay. now he's a okay. massive okay. lion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, One of these days you gotta do that to me. I've never been told. Oh god, that would be awesome too, actually. <gasps> He's just what? like five. I should have done it to you, but I didn't have the Drake pun. Oh my god. No, listen, you already, you already gave him the magical hammer. If you give him anything more, he might, like, his ego might explode. He might become a demigod. He might become an asshole. Yeah. Uh, and I'll have a Pothole take a punch because I use my action to cast a Spurl. Uh, and Pothole's not feeling it tonight. Another swing and a miss. Turns out he's only good when I think he's, he's mad about the homunculus he made. He's oh, are you replacing Old jelly? Okay. Uh, end of your Angel. turn, Lucius. You are up, sir. So is is the bird wait like waning at all? Like, does it look like it want to get it wants to get out? Whoa. No, it's still kind of in the heat of like this has all happened quite suddenly. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit of there's, there's a lot of gold. All right, I wanted I wanted to try to intimidate it away. Like I want it to live, Loki. Okay. Uh, no, we need to finish this. Well, you are pinned underneath it, so this is gonna oh, be hard true. To do. This is a weird. Back yeah, you were literally. Now. It's got its claw in your stomach again. Like oh, in the round. Damn, so. I really want you to live. Uh, let me <laughs> let me think. Uh... Hmm. <laughs> Come on, warlock. Can, what can, are you can, gonna can, do? Can I? Can I do another? Another? Another one. Another one. See, there's another rapper reference. No. Thank you. I wish I could upcast this inflict wounds, but I can't because it's not in my class. Don't you have that feature once a day that you can do it with? Yeah, I can do it. I can do it once a day. Uh huh. But mm-hmm. it's like it's still just three d ten. Oh uh, yeah, you probably run into another situation today. I'm gonna bonus. I'm gonna bonus action. Yeah, it's gonna be another time that you have to inflict wounds. For uh, sure. I think he caught like he basically like he strikes me and mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of like uh, blood covers his face, but then the blood just hovers right over it and creates a mask. Like, and then uh-huh. I'm just going to do Former Dread again. And okay. then I'm just going to... Um, if I shoot him like this, I have disadvantage, right? Uh, technically, yes. Okay, so then I will... I'm going to roll HP. Okay. 10 HP. He, he, he really hurt me, so I'm just going to... Okay, and then I'm just going to... I'm just going to... Do him with, hit him with the with the with the one two. I'm gonna hit him with the inflict wounds. Screw it. Hit him with the one two. Hit him with the one two. Hey, Reggie, look at this motherfucker. Coach. Fourteen. Does no. not hit. Especially the picturing coach Just from New Girls. Oh, no. <laughs> good. Uh, My dust are so big. That is, <laughs> I believe, that is me turn. Okay. It is now the Rock's turn. The Rock is gonna go ahead and attack. 
uh, the dwarves again with one of its attacks. When did Dwayne Johnson get uh, here? <laughs> Can you smell? <laughs> um, it's going to go ahead and hit with a 25 beak <laughs> attack. And it's Another rapper, son of a bitch. We didn't mention Dwayne. Bring up Tech 9 or something. I don't know. Uh, 30 yes. points of damage with this beak attack on the dwarves. Again, uh, crushing a bunch of the King's Guard and other uh, individuals. Uh, it's going to make a talent attack with its other talent, because that one's currently pinning you. And it's going to go ahead and swing for. Who is the biggest thing? Zap is. Zap is the biggest creature here. So he's going to go ahead and roll for that. That's a natural 19 to hit. What color is the rock? Black. It's like black feathers, almost like dark blue, almost black feathers. This, nice. This looks epic. It does look yes, really, does. really cool. Um, that right. totally hits. So I don't care who I yeah. yeah. For sure. Any for sure, form, for sure. any form that hits. Uh, that's twenty points of uh, slashing damage, and you are also grappled now. But lion HP first. Uh, you get hit. Lion, the lion gets hurt before you do. Um, what about? What is the making me bigger? Does he, what is he get to make like a strength save? He, has to, he can make the save after. It just is an automatic grapple. No, but what, what is the? You enlarge. enlarge me. What are the implications on my stats? Uh, gives you advantage on some. You stuff, have advantage I think. on strength checks, yeah. and it gives you a buff to one d four to damage. Yeah. Advantage on strength Maybe. checks and strength saving throws. Uh, weapons enlarged. Additional d four damage. Yeah, so Not you much. can make a strength save to break out of this. HP stays the same. Yeah, HP give you more HP. Okay. <clears throat> End of the, its turn. Tabidi, you're up. That was 20s. Right? 20 points of damage, yes. With full grown D. Mm. On what? Uh, on what? How, how, much, how, much, how much HP does a lion have? 26. That is something we cannot say with. Deck. Yes. Uh, coming Dang. soon to HBO Max. Full grown D. <laughs> it's pay per view. <laughs> I'm gonna set and spend your wee boss. Quit, we're sweating. You can get that. <laughs> Let Matt have a turn, guys. This fall on Cinemax. Skinemax, I think you mean. Yeah. So Cinemax. Sin. Uh, no, Cinemax, like a theater. This, this season, yeah. he'll have to soul grin and bear it. <laughs> 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 Coming soon. <laughs> to get that episode, you'll have to go on to our Patreon. What are you doing? <laughs> wow. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, um, what are you doing to me? You're up, dude. Yeah, so I'm gonna breath weapon again. Of course you are. Yeah. Dexterity saving throw. Yep. Uh, only a 14. That still saves. Uh, All your deck jokes are really coming in handy. Are they really? (laughs) Coming in handy. Mm. (laughs) Thanks, Drew. That was funny. That was good. We do have children that listen to this. Huh? Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry, Addy. Why? (laughs) No, what is he talking about? He said coming in handy. It will, like... It will come in handy. handy. Okay, that's true. (laughs) Guys, this really dwarfs the issue. It will really come in handy. Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage, thank Just you. Get yourself for together. my first attack. All right. Wait, second it's attack. not me, second it's everyone. <laughs> Ooh, 22. 22 hits. Yeah. So then... Thorin, you're up. Who are you going to be Seven side? points. Ooh. Plus... Mm-hmm. The poison. Yeah. Ooh. Another four points of poison damage. Ooh. 
Dang. And then I'm gonna use another psionic energy thing for another psionic strike. Noise. Take him. Take him in. Ah, destroy him. Uh, just another four. Four points of damage. There you go. Alright, so unleashing a bunch of psychic damage to this creature. Uh, Fulgren, you're up. Right. Zeph on deck. Uh, we're just gonna keep swinging. Swing away, my young son. Swing away, Meryl. Street. Uh, that's gonna be a 23. Hits. Nice. It's gonna be a 26. Hits. Do your damage. 10 billion damage. All of the damage. Why does, why does the rock hate us? Because yeah. uh, we can smell it. Can, can you ask him? Talk to the rock. It's like, what's your problem, bro? Uh, 11 points of damage. Uh-huh. 11 points of damage. <laughs> All right, end of your turn, Zeth. Okay, so Zeth. Lion like, Zeth. Yeah, Lion Zeth being, being just struck. What did he get him with? You were grappled. Oh yeah. So you're not so you're not restrained, which means you can't do anything. But you're grappled, which means that you can't. Your movement speed is zero, I believe, is what the. Oh no, target is restrained. Uh, speed becomes zero. Attack rolls have advantage. Creatures attack rolls are a disadvantage, and you have disadvantage to save them. So you can still move like attack. Mm-hmm. But they're at disadvantage. But they're, sure. they're at disadvantage, unless you try to break free. But that becomes. Oh no! I believe that like. I got your it. action. To, okay, yeah, go for it. We did. Okay, here's what he does. Yep. Being just like totally startled by all all of this action, you know, he turns into a large beast and then yep. he's made into an even larger <laughs> large beast. Yep. Oh my god. Uh, right, yeah. He is going to turn back into his normal form. So I'm sure. guessing he's still enlarged, right? Correct. But so he's big Zeph. smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just big Zeph. So he's smaller than enlarged lion Zeph. Correct. No. Um, but he's still big. He's I'm gonna smelling. just like Mm-hmm. Just you know, leave leave this grapple. I'm I'm guessing you know he's the guy's got him like this, right? Mm-hmm. He's just gonna squirm out. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You just got drewed. Makes perfect sense to me. I I mean the the logic is there. Like you know, like a cartoon. Like you know, like, yeah. Ant Man would do it. You know what I'm saying? I mean you. Okay, with Ant Man logic, sure. Okay, let's go you. ahead and uh, let's go ahead and make that happen. You had me a Paul Rudd. Okay, so he's <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna zoop. Yep. Um, cut, drop out and then um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're like Paul Dunn. Did you actually? Okay, so did did you actually tell him to to no. find out what? Okay, I tried to, that, that I tried to kill him. That was yeah. a joke. Oh, okay. No, because there's a claw in my stomach, so I was like, my character would probably try to defend himself. So. Okay, gotcha. Um. So yeah, he's gonna bloop out, and then um, will you allow two uh, bonus actions instead of a bonus action and an action? Mm. For what? To bloop into a different shape. Uh, no. Snip cool. snap, dude. Just cool. snip snap. No, we're not gonna snip snap. So we can't do that to level twenty. Awesome. <laughs> Um, then he just turns into uh, that beast and uh, ice knife, or he turns into himself and mm-hmm. then he drops below it, just ice knife. Fires ice knife, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you roll to hit that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Guys, I have not said as it were in 19 episodes, and anytime I'm gone, it's 23 hits. 23 hits. What a shock. As it was. 
<laughs> what it is. You know it's not the same it as it was. Favorite girl. Oh, well done. Five points of damage, and then four d six. What? What? Forty six. <laughs> Damn. Forty six ice. Damage. Probably upcasted it. Yeah, uh, freezing. Yeah, jeez. Because it does the one d ten on the knife hitting. If yeah. you get explosion, you can upcast. Oh. And for every level above uh, one, oh, well, d six. I think. So, five how much for the seventeen? Seventeen total. Yeah. Do I have to save? Death roll save? No. Because Jeff, how how are you gonna do this? Yes. Oh. Run the cloaca. Oh nope. God! Reggie, so here's how that. it's actually gonna happen. Okay, oh, wait. Was he grappling me with his Ice with, needles, with an arm? Bumble. With a claw. Okay. <laughs> so in that case, so he's holding it up like that. Or he was. It, 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 it was. It was kind of like he was trying to pin you to the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's just gonna like just squiggle out and then just right up. right up underneath it, this thing's head. Just <laughs> as you fire straight. up the ice knife. The rock turns its head at the most unfortunate moment and catches the ice knife right in its good eye oh, as it no. sinks in and shatters. You watch as chunks of frozen eye shatter outward Ugh. as it flails its head in uh, pain and frustration. It takes a couple stumbling steps back before it hits the wall of the stone gate and starts to like crumble to the ground. And as it like struggles to like right itself, you immediately watch as one of its wings crunches inward, and the other one gets sl- cleaved as both of the stone guardians have ejected themselves yeah. from the column oh, and are now wait never. just beating the crap out of this thing, uh, bringing it down to its unfortunate end. Reggie the Rock is no more. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, as the dust kind of settles and you hear, uh, you like shouts and like, uh, all kinds of like stuff going on. You can see the king is immediately, uh, attended to by several uh, individuals and you can see that like, uh, uh, uh is like running over and beginning to cast healing spells left and right. Um, all kinds of stuff as you all kind of regather and kind of catch your collective breath. Uh, you are, uh, you have a moment before uh, another uh, heal, healing type uh, individual runs over and gives you a uh, cure wounds. He doesn't need to give me cure wounds. Uh, it's mostly just for the giant hole in your stomach, uh, but there. Oh, this is fine with that. Yeah, we're gonna give it to you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the opposite of a bleeder. You know? So you take uh, six points of healing. Thank from you. Somebody you take six points of healing. You take it. Um, yes. Um, when, as he sees this, other people being healed, mm-hmm. um, can Zeph turn back into the lion form that got injured mm-hmm. so that it can be healed? It's not how that works. Sure. They come over and begin to heal you as well. I just imagine you're like, he just wants to be a lion for an hour. I can't believe like a sad um, cat. So can Lucius do something real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, Lucius will go over to Reggie, the, the rock lies, and like puts his hand, like work. a single bloody tear runs down his cheek, mm-hmm. and as he caresses his head, he grabs the back of it and rips out a couple feathers and puts it in his back. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Weird. Um, as the uh, as the rock is drug away from the, the stone gate and the doors begin to reassemble themselves, you see the king is, like, speaking to Ninevar and then, like, turns to see all of you standing there and he's looks at you all and he... Not only have you saved 
myself to have saved my son. Who is very young? <laughs> <laughs> young in uh, human terms, yes. But okay, all right. For this I am forever grateful. We must speak more. Okay. Myself and your group. Please, enter the city of kings. Uh, and as he says that, you hear the gates resume their <laughs> opening as the gates swing open and you all begin to step into the large, under-the-mountain city of Hofkas and June, the city of kings, to see what kind of thankfulness uh, King Greymore has to offer you guys. And that is where we will pick up next time with you guys entering the city truly uh, to see what uh, lies there for you guys. Congratulations. I'm going to craft some. You have made it to Hofkus in June. We'll see what the king grants you guys as recompense for all of your good deeds. I really need money, bro. (laughs) I really need money. (laughs) The first time ever that your character's been like, just money would be great. Yeah. Well, be sure to be here next week because you are, if, if you... If everything goes well, there's some money coming your way. All right. uh, But thank you guys uh, so much for playing. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the One Bike School Bus. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we do making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcast platform you use. While you're there, leave a review if you want. It actually helps us out. We've got socials, too. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WildMagicPod or on Reddit at r slash WildMagicSchoolBus. Either way, stop by and say hello. We're always happy to meet new friends. See you next time. This has to. This has to have mango. Oh, beef pot. Oh yeah, yeah. This episode. I'm not. We're gonna go to a tavern. I'll ask for some man jam. <laughs> Is that you where go, you came up with that giant jam. blob that had a you, bunch you of not. humans in it? Just no! Jelly? Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, remember Cirrus made a really good man jelly. I mean, have you guys. Yeah, that was after that massacre. Yeah, it's the yeah. Flank, just the flank steak, and you just. There it goes. It? It's Coach. You? I'm back. No. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! no you said you? man jelly? Yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of shit is that? Do, what you've got to do is you hang a man up by his feet, and then you slit his throat before he's been dead for too long. You collect the blood this is not going in a bowl, show. right? And then you yeah. set it aside. It's got to be a victory. Oh, wait, wait. I know exactly what that is. That's black pudding. But, right, but when it's from a man, you call it man jelly. Bingo. Man jelly. <laughs>
I don't think I'm ready for man jelly. <laughs> All you need to know is man jelly. I've got biscuits. I've got Okay, man jelly. It sounds like a historical like it figure. Comes like from your biscuits. Like Magellan. Magellan? Is that it? It sounds, like, it sounds like an Italian. No, we was we was messing with those gnomes, remember? And they, they kept yelling, man jelly, man jelly, save us. I think it's a deity. Wait, 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 wait. So what would your character's food name be? What? Me? Yeah. Wait, your name? Yeah, I don't really want to talk Lizzie about it. Front I actually get in trouble if I say that too Dip often. That I'll <clears throat> yep, that actually would be a cold Glyph. front. We don't call cold front. Glyph cold cuts. Kizidi. Ooh, that's good. Oh, oh, cold cuts, Glyph Kazidi. I, I, I thought cold Zidi. Oh, oh. I'm not a big cold Zidi. That's a good one. Glyph cold Zidi. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, uh, Ziff. You know, the kind of Ziff that you melt in a spoon and shoot between your toes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Zeph, yeah. <laughs> For sure. What? That's Zeph a food. Yeah. That's <laughs> a food. You guys ever seen Train Spotting? Uh, no, but I listened to you and McGuagor. You and McGuagor. You and McGuagor. You and McGuagor. Was on Smart West podcast, and you talk about it. It's not really good. I've never seen it. It's really good. Okay, I'll watch it. You've never seen Trainspotting? I've never seen Trainspotting. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.